what, 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 what's going on, everybody? Welcome to Geeked Up Presents Netflix and Chat. I'm telling you right now, this episode, you better break open those glow sticks, cover yourself in day glow, pop a molly, and dust off your liquid dance moves. We watched XOXO for this one. And of course, I can't do this one alone. With me always is Mr. Never Let the Bass Drop Himself, Liam Whalen. With a very appropriate yo, yo, yo. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> or baby, XOXOXO. <laughs> there we go. Even better, even better. This was a wild trip. I'd say this one is uh, it's going to be a very different episode than uh, the last one, which we watched. I mean, the Outlaw song's King. very different anyway. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is no Grey Boys, but. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm way more fist pumping than oh, I did yeah. to the Grey Boys. Oh, yeah. I definitely came in this one hotter. And if, uh, I guess this is uh, not Ethan, but this song, the uh, the main theme from XOXO, I guess, was... Uh, Ethan Shaw's. Oh, that was Rune, actually. <laughs> oh, no, it was uh, Ethan Shaw, that dope, didn't actually... He wasn't actually scratching this one live. Uh, not XOXO Fest. That was, this is called All I Ever Wanted. Oh, yeah. Main theme from the XOXO soundtrack, but basically this whole movie was that song, more or less. <laughs> in, a, in a nutshell, the movie was the spiritual journey of <laughs> yeah. that fucking song. Of by, that song, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> by Ethan, no less. Um, yeah, and I'm going Ethan. You might say it's Bruno Mars or whoever. Who just said it was uh, Michael Michael Brun? These, these DJs all have very like average Joe names, by the way. Yeah. it's like it's either know? one way or the other. You're either yeah. like. Dead mouse or like cow? Ah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and what's your name? Cow goes to moon one thousand. Like, oh, all right. <laughs> Here's my partner Al. <laughs> so, like I said, though, this is going to be a, a very different movie than we watched <laughs> with the Outlaw King last episode. I'm gonna be tripping for starters. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna get. I'm gonna tap into my inner Tariq. Sure, sure, sure. I'm gonna hope, I'm gonna hope Devin makes out with me with a uh, acid tab on his tongue. <laughs> yeah. But we'll get into uh, Tariq's journey later. Oh, we will be getting into Tariq's journey. <laughs> He's a god amongst angels. <laughs> Remember that. That. But uh, yeah, before we get into this, like I said before, it's a very different episode than last week, like w- which was the Outlaw King, <laughs> and uh, it's going to be a very different episode this week too. But of course, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns about any of these episodes, remember to email us in at thegeekeduppodcast at gmail dot com. That's thegeekeduppodcast at gmail. Gotta put that the in there. There's a big thing on the uh, and just a big thank you for whatever platform you're listening to us on, be it SoundCloud at geekeduppsoundcloud.com. Yeah, on iTunes, the ones or if you follow us on uh, iTunes, the ones on the book, hanging out in the cloud. Thanks, for all of our legions of fans across right. many uh, internet platforms. And I guess we should say one thing too. I guess thanks for uh, you know this is this is episode three. This is the XOXO episode. But I guess we got to say uh, just a big thanks to all our fans too for loving that Roma episode so much. <laughs> episode one blew off without a hitch. Everyone yeah. seemed to really uh, we went viral. Appreciate what we're doing. <laughs> we kind of went a little viral. It was a little bit of a backhanded backhanded compliment. I felt that after like forty some geeked up podcasts, the first time we did something else, it <laughs> yeah. went viral. Yeah. It was like people have just been waiting to fucking enjoy That's our show, true. but they were like, you guys believe finally us. these assholes didn't mention the Avengers. I'll listen to an art. Yeah, and everyone watched enough, Roma. It was the indie flick that got all the attention. Correct. Meanwhile, the blockbuster movies that we talk about all the time. I don't want to say nothing because I don't want to. Uh, yeah. I don't want to offend Seth so, and the gang. But 
So we are in the third one, and I guess we can say too, because like we're going to run in this a lot with these uh, Netflix movies, is that just to run through our catalog, this is only episode three of the spinoff, but episode one was Roma, episode two was Outlaw King, and episode three now is XOXO. Yeah, we are really jumping all over the uh, cinematic landscape. I feel like Netflix is really giving us the whole buffet of <laughs> yeah, what, seriously, we, that what is we might not necessarily <laughs> want, but are definitely getting out of these movies. <laughs> Which was the idea when we started Netflix and chat, just to uh, catch everybody up as well. Me and Devin are going through all of the Netflix original movies, kind of picked randomly. And that really is the charm of the podcast, is we don't know if it's going to be uh, a medieval tale of freedom <laughs> or a modern tale of Poppin' Molly at the Rave. And we don't know if it's going to be an Academy Award winner like Roma or something that got five out of ten, (laughs) which I'm assuming this is going to be our lowest rated IMDb. That'll be a fun. So far. So far. So far. It it, it shattered the record, which Outlaw King got a seven. Seven. Which is pretty bad. Yeah. (laughs) Which is like, I would not watch a movie that had a seven. Yeah, I guess that's the other thing, too. I guess, you know, kind of getting us in this episode also, is this podcast is going to give us a chance to watch movies that I, you know, we would never That's maybe true. like think about even <laughs> watching. True. There's a thousands of Netflix movies. Obviously, I think this one's going to skip over. For sure, for sure. So I guess we'll just give it to you guys now. This I guess we will warn you uh, one more time. However, there will be spoilers. There will be spoilers. <laughs> so uh, if you want to know, if you don't want to yeah. know, it if goes uh, without saying, face gets together yeah. with what's his face at Bradley the end. Cooper dies at the end. <laughs> and there's always that, but... Yeah, I guess if you were listening to this and be like, oh, I haven't seen XOXO yet. (laughs) Or as Lee has been calling it, hugs and kisses. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, fuck, I really got the wrong. That's what my grandma did. I didn't know my grandma was like in such a Molly induced fucking uh, feelings of good vibes at the end of her card. Well, it's also she was really ahead of the term, ahead of the curve with this XOXO fest to get really late. My grandma's been putting that in birthday cards for you. I thought we might have been watching a uh, Gossip Girl spinoff because that's how Gossip Girl. Girl ends at every at the end of every episode is XOXO Gossip Girl. <laughs> it wasn't either of those things. It turns out the synopsis for this movie we watched was uh, six strangers' lives collide in a frenetic, dream chasing, hopeless, r- hopelessly romantic night. Yes, that does not describe this <laughs> movie at all. Yeah, that nothing is... that maybe I can redo it. Uh, six strangers go to a rave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I Hijinks think. happen at a festival. <laughs> yeah. Hijinks ensue at an electronic music festival. Yeah. EDM. I guess they don't call them raves anymore. Back Although, in our... I, I don't want to get all Chris D'Elia on you, but back in my yeah. day, they called it a bass Although, and I think drum. the tagline for this movie was like, live, love, rave, repeat. <laughs> so... I know it was at least no, I would definitely I put this in the uh, not exactly teenage coming of age genre. What exactly genre? That was kind of one of the well, things I was trying to because it's definitely like a teen hijinks movie. Just to give people a frame of reference, <laughs> yeah, for for guys of. like my age or for me and Devin's age, I would say it reminded me a lot of Can't Hardly Wait and had like a Detroit sure. rock city kind of feel where it's like a teen story where, especially at first. 
they're facing lots of just like unforeseen circumstances keep on popping up sure. in the way of their of their plan of going to the rave. And uh, like Devin mentioned, it's six. It's story intertwined, six, six character, there. you know, six storylines, and they're all running into like you know snafus along the way. Correct. It's kind of one of those like teenage overcoming. I get what you know, you're saying. Adversity. It, uh, it films, reminded but... me a little bit of the movie Go. Remember the movie Go with Katie Holmes? Were they stealing they cars? Dance? No, no, no. It was they're like one person stole Molly from one guy, and it's the same thing. It was okay, like six no, separate stories one, where it all comes in. And like Katie Holmes was in it. Okay. Timothy Oliphant Bullock oh, is nice. the uh, EDM dealer. Is the ecstasy dealer oh, nice. in that movie. Um, where, who does Swear Engine play? Uh, <laughs> Swear Engine is the blackjack dealer in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> he calls everyone cocksuckers. Yeah. But it reminded me of that, where it was like the whole movie had electronic music in the back. Okay, nice. Have you really never seen it? Go. Jay no, Moore remember. is in it. Yeah, uh, I remember, yeah, I remember yeah. it from the time, but I think I'm th- I was thinking of Gone in 60 Seconds, but no, I missed Go. No, at the time. Go was the beginning of Gone 60 Seconds, and then the sequel, <laughs> the end of the NE Space 60 Seconds. <laughs> yeah, but only the first one was two Go. Letters. Go. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh,. <laughs> The director of this movie was his uh, directorial debut. He also wrote the interesting, movie. Interesting. His name is uh, Christopher Louis. Christopher Louis. Or L-O-U-I-E. How do you say it? <laughs> I think it's Louis. Louis, Louis, Louis. Correct. But uh, I tried to look him up. Now, is this it Louis C.K. Director- under like a new uh, identity? Is he- The thing this guy is the most famous for is a directing a death cab for cutie music video okay that seems to make sense after watching this that uh i guess that makes sense Mm -hmm. but this also i guess to point out this movie as well is a couple years old 2016 2016 now okay so we're talking yeah a couple years ago for it's an old old classic (laughs) yeah but honestly for netflix that's that's gotta be like yeah like a classic netflix because well i mean they've they've come a long way in the last two years obviously and i guess that was a theme one of our themes of our roma episode but netflix Netflix has really stepped up their game where in 2015 and 16 all their movies were these kind of like quasi hunk of shit movies. Were the guy that directed a Death Cab for Cutie video. I'm like, exactly. all right, fuck it, man. We just yeah. started this streaming thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they weren't winning Oscars. But yeah, they weren't up to sure. the Roma quality yet. But um, Yeah, so it was 2016. It had a runtime of one hour and 31 which was my favorite, hour and 32 minutes. Which was one of my favorite parts of the movie. Uh, not that it was a bad movie, but I love a good get you in and out in and out tie it all up and send you home happy yeah. without taking anything less than an hour and a half hours. you're not a real movie <laughs> anything over you better be a great one i mean i'm so looking forward to the new avengers but uh three 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 hours plus we actually just, like, just got do the we really need we actually have found out it's actually an hour ten <laughs> they're uh all right, it's an hour ten Avengers movie. How great would that be, by the way? <laughs> it was just like fuck, gotcha. fuck you. <laughs> um, and this... they don't come back to life at all. It's just Thanos kicking the shit out of the ones yeah. that were left. Yeah, it's like you idiots. <laughs> um, this movie was rated. Uh, this is a weird one because our last two movies XO, we watched. XO. <laughs> dude, more or less, dude. This movie was like the other two movies we watched were rated R. This was rated TVMA. Yes, you teased that last time, actually, now that you mention it. Yeah. And I had a flash of that, actually, early in the movie. We'll get into that, but I will bring that up again when we start our synopsis of the movie or when we give you our little rundown yeah. of the movie. But uh, it had a very fun. TJ, uh, teenage mm-hmm. hijinks feel. There was no nudity. There was, I don't think, any obscenities. There was nothing to warn it. The TVMA viewing. Yeah. However, it felt like you could go 
in that I guess maybe they like were taking bumps of coke and like were eating acid sure. and stuff. But kind so of maybe, they were like showing the side, like every hit of yeah, acid was like taken by accident or hilariously. Every coke would be like the head coming up. I think in it was Detroit more, Rock City, they showed the mushrooms on. Yeah, the they pizza, put the mushrooms on. Right, the pizza. so like, like it's, they were clearly poisoning somebody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there's a precedent. I guess, uh, so at first, here's the cast. There's a lot of people in this movie. Like I said, there's six strangers. I didn't write down all the names. And thousands names. of festy kids. I kind of <laughs> wrote down the names last night of just the actors I, like, really knew from yeah. the movie. So, uh, Sarah Highland is plays Crystal. Sarah Highland, we know from, uh, Modern Family. Yes. Haley yeah, from Modern we'll Family. We'll be calling her Haley the rest Definitely, of Definitely, uh, Chris, um... I don't know who fuck his last name. Delia, Delia. <laughs> yeah, I call him Delia. Who knows Delia. if that's the correct pronunciation? He plays uh, Neil. He's like a famous, you know, pretty famous comic. Yeah. You've seen him in uh, some other like for sure TV shows. And I believe those are the only two. Ryan Hansen. I, I also wrote ever... down the guy that plays uh, Avilio. I've seen him in a okay. lot of stuff. He was on this show as well. I think his manager I maybe had seen somewhere else. Chopper. Chopper. I've never seen Chopper. <laughs> you never seen Chopper. Uh, <laughs> but it was pretty much Delia and uh, what's her face from Modern Family. Correct. Were really the two like names of the movie. Having watched the movie though, I'm going to throw down a special mention of the cast because you can name everybody. But I have a special mention. There's a man who's named in real life Brett Del Boy. Brett Del Buono. Brett Del Buono. Sorry, that was hard to say. I couldn't read my own handwriting. It's a tongue but twister. But he plays the character Tariq. Oh, Tariq. We, we'll get into Tariq, but uh, he gets worse. Tariq is really the star of the show. Yeah, if there's any sure. Oscar nom. MVP. Oscar he's nom. the Yelitsa Apricio of... Uh, <laughs> he's the Cleo of this fucking movie, for <laughs> sure. Damn right he is. If no, he's if nothing else. He's uh, who was the uh, electric guitar heart? Oh, yeah, he's Ramon. Ramon. Yeah, he's... <laughs> He's the Ramon and Cleo all all tied up into one. 100%. But that was one of the fun parts about the movie, and I guess we'll get into our breakdown. But the movie, I feel that, that but Louis, Louis, Louis uh, did a great <laughs> job, I feel, at creating very, like, definable, one might say cliche, but very definable, over-the-top, like, teenage, hilarious. festy kid personalities, where Delia was, like, the grumpy, 10 years too old fucking guy that got, you know, yeah. so circumstantial placed in the rave and is disgusted. Correct, yeah. Crystal's like, the, you know, young, uh, oh, looking she's for ready. love girl. Looking for the, love. Yeah. yeah. Want to go to a festival. And I'll, I guess, like, the movie all starts with, like, these six strangers all, like, setting themselves up to go yes. to the Hugs They're and Kisses festival. It starts off with the, what turns out to be the main character, DJ Correct. Ethan Shaw. He's in his, in his bedroom, making music. I thought at first, when I first watched that, too, I was like, oh, what a fucking little nerd this kid is, like, doing his stuff in his room. But then I was just like, that probably looks no less lame than Liam editing this podcast <laughs> later. Dude. I know. Like, oh. You say that as we're standing in my closet. And, but... Yeah, both their shit is uploaded on SoundCloud. <laughs> I know, that's you know true. I mean? They gave a, sound, a big SoundCloud oh, shot. <laughs> yes, that's true. First, Finally, like, oh. we've made it big on the SoundCloud. Yeah. I'd like to... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> Romo was our... Uh, but so then you quickly <laughs> find out, though, that he's not just he's not just Liam uh, editing the podcast <laughs> in his, in his, uh, his bedroom. Room. He's actually a YouTube sensation, correct? With over a million views. His song "Romo" got a million track. hits. <laughs> yeah, his song uh, "Te Te Hey Promotito." <laughs> was... Te Promotito. <laughs> but, but yeah, 
That's the so thing. he is. Uh, so he it establishes that he is actually like an up and coming DJ sensation. And then it shows a bunch of other people getting ready for the big mm-hmm. festy experience of XOXO, and I guess which like, is the coolest festival since Firefest. I must sure. say. <laughs> I thought, dude. I mean, we'll get into that. But this whole thing is Firefest. It's like <laughs> Ultra meets Firefest, not in an island. But the security of this place is no good unless you're like a six foot bald guy who stops the whole crowd like oh, I know a yeah. real bouncer <laughs> all these other dubs are like oh. but if that really is how festivals are for though, sure whenever yeah, yeah, you yeah. go to a festival they just <laughs> yeah. literally they're in like small towns on these huge like pieces of property and they just hire local like teenagers and I think a lot of them are literally volunteers that are doing it for some type of like community service payoff through their like college or something but every festival when you check like you show your bag to a 17 year old fucking kid that's going to the festival right after he checks. Yeah, he's you know? looking for your drugs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, but I've never seen, except for like Govball at Randall's Island, I've never seen like a real bouncer at a festival. Just to throw that out there. Like. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, like we said, we have the main character, Ethan Shaw. He's looking up the uh, festival. He's working on his desk. He wants to go to XOXO. He gets a call from... Yeah, everybody else is all excited for the festival of the year. Then Ethan Shaw gets a call from... From character two, <laughs> probably the best character, Tariq. Yeah. His manager... I'm calling him Ramon, actually. Ramon, <laughs> yeah. I'm sticking with Ramon. No, but Tariq. Tariq is definitely the MVP. He he calls, and I, I loved him right off the bat, as Devin mm-hmm. can relate. Me and Devin have both spent our time in the restaurant game. Before Correct. we were podcast stars, we worked at uh, waiting tables. We both did our time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. Tariq... Yeah. Really won my heart when he's <laughs> he's waiting tables on the phone, and then in a piece of side work genius, he takes out the garbage. Where I was like, "Oh, this guy, employee of the month right now." Yeah. <laughs> Whereas me and Liam might have been hitting the one hitter. Exactly. He's uh, taking the trash. This I'm guy managing is his dealing his with client. customers Correct. on the phone with. So he actually is uh, Ethan's best friend slash business manager. Yeah. That announced that tells Ethan he asks Ethan if he's sitting down. He's sitting because down, baby. Because you about to get the about- biggest. News of <laughs> yeah. But somehow this mope that's currently working as a waiter, yeah, fucking pulled off. That's what I was gonna Ethan. say too. Like he got him a slot he on really this did. show. Yes, yes, he really somehow established that he was a uh, a major. Yeah, or, mm. you know, he established well, he that was, he was he was an yeah. actual manager. But you find out that Ethan is booked to play a spot at XOXO Fest, which then uh you, which then the big reveal is in no. Eight hours. Eight hours. And, and that's when comes, the song plays, the, song the credits plays come we... down, and the movie officially and kicks off. that clock starts. And the clock that's starts, That's the first yes. time you see the countdown clock. Which is a great... Uh, Which was like great. my fear that it was like, oh god, is this movie about to feel like eight hours? <laughs> I was afraid that this hour yes. and a half movie was going to feel. Like it was eight a hours. great, and very early in the movie, it takes on the tone as one of these fun teenage tales. Like I said, can't hardly wait. So it was kind of a reassuring thing in my eyes as the clown countdown kept ticking, and I knew it was a short movie. I was like, all right, this feels going to keep moving fast enough because the clock is going to play devil's advocate, literally right? ticking on this fucking thing. So all right, I, yeah. I like that. And it really did ultimately add a lot to the movie, which, spoiler alert, did not, unfortunately. Because right then, I was like, you, you, I started predicting. So I'm like, okay, so the clock is going to strike midnight, and she's going to run into the guy she's been texting, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's going to drop the song and have the set of his life. Mr. Bay himself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
But also, not like, how it turns out. However. Tariq's a great manager because he got him on this fest. But also, he gave him an eight-hour heads up. But you do find out because like, let's go to the next characters, the couple. Okay, there's the couple. a couple. There's a couple are going to XOXO. Primarily, you find <laughs> yeah. out to see Ethan Shaw, who's Which been is, famous for like one week. Yeah, somehow, insane. They're like, we're going to this. That circle. is how these young we kids spent the money do it, for though. It. They love the YouTube. Well, were, this couple the, isn't that young. They seem true. like early 30s. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Were. Way too old to be at this fucking festival anyway. <laughs> way too old to be like, oh, because you find out they live in California. To be pink hair. Way too like, old to be like, hey, this is my last day in California. I'm moving. We're going to go to this rave festival tomorrow, yeah. tonight. Eat a bunch of acid. And then I'm moving to New York tomorrow. Yeah. Like, tomorrow? <laughs> they very like, quickly shoehorn. And again, there's a lot of shoehorn, like, very cliched 80s mm. movie moments where it's just this like, we're moving away tomorrow. We better have the night of our life tonight. So there's this couple the- is going to this festival together. It's yes. their last night together. She's moving to New York tomorrow from California. It's yes. a six-hour flight. That's like a three-day drive. Her last night in California, you're going to a rave? Like, dude, pack your fucking shit. Yeah. You have a big day tomorrow, dude. You're moving literally across the country. She's a festy girl. She's used to it. This she is. is what she does. You she know this for. because her shoes glows when she walks. She's got light-up shoes, and, uh, and I'm not talking uh, LA BK Knights or whatever those. Here's the thing, though. To go with my uh, little Tariq uh, dogging is when they're like looking at the lineup, uh, to go to the festival, they see that Ethan Shaw. They're excited because Ethan Shaw got on. I think they already had tickets because one DJ had to cancel, and the DJ that canceled was actually the uh, asshole we were listening to to start the show. He oh, was like the guy who really made his song. Oh, it was like a little like, nod, like oh, a little well, nod to uh, Steve had to cancel. To so now Elixir, whoever yeah, was, uh... it was another normal name. Did he? Right? <laughs> oh, okay, I see. It was, so that's it was, why it was the Tom, couple, not Dead Mouse, point two six zero eight two K Y Boy. That's why the couple's going to the festival. Yes, all right. So that's why they celebrate her big last night off. Big last night. Then you run into one of the other strangers is Chris Delia. Chris Delia, who is going to the fe- you, you, you They very uh, quickly establish him as the as a grumpy record store owner. The, the that classic, is, yeah. that is very much like the classic in hell record store. Yeah, long who's hair, got flannel shirt. Yeah, with the flannel is my favorite part of the whole movie as well. <laughs> yeah. Delia walking around the fucking rave fest with his flannel was and it was so suiting to like what a guy 10 years older than the genre does oh dude because that's totally me when I go to these dude, festivals it reminded like, me of you I was like there's Liam walking around in his Mets jersey <laughs> yeah 100% <laughs> like it happens all the time and everybody's just like hey what's the score dude and I'm like well we lost 4-1 to one, but I don't know I'm, it's 7-2 <laughs> I'm can just I have still... another hit of Molly please <laughs> yeah like <laughs> it's kind of just what I was wearing I didn't yeah. I forgot to wear my unicorn helmet for the fucking like <laughs> yeah Fucking asshole. <laughs> so, like, I can I very well related to Delia's fucking hilarious flannel. Yeah, but, but he gets teamed up with like his record store employee, who's like who? a young. How the fuck is he employee's partner? Because oh, like, he, he doesn't like, the, seem uh, to like, take orders from was... Delia. He's like, look, asshole. Like, this is how we're doing it. I got the buzz. That's true. He didn't like, really. Are they business up... partners? Maybe they were business partners. How are these two idiots friends? <laughs> Clearly, yeah. hates I assume the other he guy. was like yeah. the young like record store clerk, but he really did take the lead on the uh, party bus. Delia. So they meet him on the bus that Delia organized yeah, like to take the party XOXO. bus and while he's doing it he's, given, he's holding court about how he liked XOXO well, no. before it okay, was XOXO that's how they're on the bus because I thought he was like oh he's the classic I thought he was gonna find like trans or techno music in the end okay, I thought yeah, he no, was no. like the classic record store flannel shirt owner he's like I listen to rock and roll <laughs> yes, yes. some hip hop <laughs> but 
then when they're actually on the bus, yeah, I guess true. what they're doing is they're planning a party bus. They're driving people. They sold tickets to rent a bus. They're driving people to XOXO. Yes. Tristelia does not want to go. No. Hates techno. He's, yeah. Hates it. He's like, what are we doing this for? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? guess you're right, because I was looking at him more as like the classic rock, but he was talking Correct. About, but then once day, he's on the bus, he's was, like, you guys don't know anything. Yeah. Me and Paul Oakenfull used to run around. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, wait a second. This guy used to be in techno? And, and like, they're oh, all going Jesus to Christ. see uh, the big DJ Avila. And he's Avilio. like, I remember Avilio when he was a yeah. skinny arm kid, yeah. and then a chubby Asian kid was handing out flyers. Correct. And like, I was like, oh, fuck yeah. you, man. So like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> he was, because you're right, I kind of, and I didn't even realize it at the time, because I as well, and again, like I said, for me, a big part of this movie was guessing as to what was obviously going to happen at the yeah, end. So I was just like, all right, at, what point, at what point does D. Elias start dancing and uh, <laughs> yeah. like get in touch with the music? Like how often, when, did, when on the clock? Down, does that happen? And uh, spoiler alert at one point, there's the hilarious foot tapping scene. Yeah, oh, where yeah. Oh, he dances. feels the music. <laughs> he, uh, but he, you're right, I guess they did establish that he was, uh, he was a, 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 an OG in the game. So that's five characters we've talked about. This is why they're all heading there. I guess, uh, the six, um, uh, we kind of mentioned that she's in it. Haley from Modern Family, okay, she's yes, going. To meet up with her friends. All these people are going to take a party bus. She's going to a car with her other three girlfriends. With her, like, three smoke show girlfriends. And they're the hilarious, all... like, what I was saying, the day glow, candy raver. Like, this yeah. is how you go to a party. But she's wearing, okay, when you first see Haley, she's uh, wearing these hilarious giant platform shoes. She's, like, covered in day glow. Her <laughs> hair's in, like, three different colors. She has, like, this little skirt on. And then her friends come in and they're like, you're going like that? You're dressed like a nun. <laughs> I like, know. Oh, yes. What? I was like, first of all, she looks more like a naughty clown. Yeah. Second of all, really digging the look. A nun? <laughs> yeah. What fucking Catholic school did you go to? Well, because she was wearing like a little tie, like a collared shirt and a tie. <laughs> you look like you a, look like a nun. nun. <laughs> nun? Is yeah. Like, you look ridiculous. I'll agree with them on that. But like, Devin brings up a good point. And again, I tried to put I would argue this the best was very point. much a team. Teenage movie, like I said. So I put my, I tried my best to put <laughs> sure, myself sure, sure. in the seventeen-year-old Liam, which for me isn't very hard yeah, to put nuns myself don't in the. Change. Nuns are still the same. <laughs> no, but no, just gr- getting to a grander point that this movie is filled with some amazing, let's just call it scenery to look at, especially as like a sixteen-year-old boy going through sure, the sure. Netflix catalog. Or a thirty-five-year-old man, yeah, <laughs> for sure. But like when I was seventeen, just like I watched, can hardly wait. A million times, I would have watched this one a million times just for Haley and her friends' fucking uh, sure, sure. wardrobe at the fest and a lot of the other scenery that goes down at XOXO fest. That's but right. yeah, she was. Uh, they were. She was by no means looking like a nun, but they were dressed <laughs> yeah. far more like whores than she I think was. Just took a little more clothes off her. She still looked equally as ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I guess if you're really judging from that were... scale, she still looked like a nun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. And I, they say that too, I guess, to establish the fact that she is the nun of yes, the she's group. She's a little bit prude. A little bit Even prude. They I start think she drinking, might be like they slightly take autistic, shots, and she's dude. like, I can't take shots. I'm gonna puke. I'm like, well, none of well, all of that Molly is not gonna fucking. She be. goes, I can't take shots. I'm gonna throw up. And they go, no. And yeah. she just chokes it down. <laughs> like, all right. Uh. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah. she's a good one. But she's going to the festival to meet this guy. Yes. They they she's st- met online. They're they established tender. a classic 2019 uh, online relationship. And much like where these Furman, kids have his name never met face to face. Yeah. yeah, his name is Jordan. They've been talking online. They're meeting the XO Festival. 
His name's Jordan. She's like, hey, Jordan, I'm going to meet you at the festival. And he's like, no problem, bae. And I was like, oh, look out. This guy definitely practices karate <laughs> naked. <laughs> Lots no of bros in this movie. A lot of bros. We haven't got we'll to get the into tank Jordan top later. Yeah, we haven't got even the tank top bros. We'll get into Jordan later. So that's why so she's going to the festival. Yeah. yeah, she's going more. And again, this is like a very overindulgent party where they're referencing to all sorts of slutty activity activities and drug use. She is going to find her soulmate she keeps referring mm-hmm. to. That she soul- feels this online guy is like they made a connection. That was an Ethan. Uh, oh, yes. That was was they the bonded Ethan over song, yeah. the Ethan song, but so she is going like straight up to meet the guy that she believes to be. You know, her just soul. like holding hands, classic maybe teenage, a kiss, yeah. meeting your family, having a conversation. You might like candy. I love chocolate. What isn't chocolate candy? <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, like, we'll get into that scene later. But so that uh, I guess that pretty much puts them all on. That's the where they're all. Yeah, that Haley's heading there with her friends. Yes. Tariq has to finish a two-hour shift, and he'll get there. Yeah, he'll get and then, there. So they establish and he's in the end, go he put his boy Ethan yeah, on the bus, and where he has to deal with the very stereotypical like Iranian dad that yeah. doesn't look. Oh, you must get back to wait tables, not like manage your guy at the biggest festival in the world. Tariq, no more about this music bullshit. <laughs> I give you I good like job. That. I already fucking took out the trash while like, I was dealing with the co- dinner shift. <laughs> I know. No spoiler, or tons of spoiler. Not to flash forward too much ahead. There's never a uh, redemption. Like there's never a uh, Tariq, I'm proud yes, of you. That son. was great too. Yes, <laughs> you're just right, like you sure. piece of shit. You leave here, that to me. You know. <laughs> yes, that that is true. That was yeah. one of the things that didn't come full. I was wondering how nope. they were gonna get Tariq's dad. Like I thought that they were gonna show the this movie Tariq's is dad dancing. Best too. And the movie yeah. was so <laughs> fun. I, I literally <laughs> thought that like when they were panning the crowd, Tariq's dad was gonna have showed up to XOXO. Because <laughs> it would have been. Hilarious scene, but and we're still been doing like, like old school. <laughs> I keep to old country. Like it would have been so suiting. Glowy shoes, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> Those like uh, Ayatollah wings. chic fucking curly <laughs> shoes. With he would have killed it actually. Look, I'm wearing wings, Tariq. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tariq uh, was wearing his his fucking rainbow. Uh, at that bear. point, Tariq is a full. Yeah, at that point, Tariq is he was epic. <laughs> when he took the garbage out, he was epic. When he's wearing the, the fucking rainbow vest, he was beyond. <gasps> Oh, so but, good. So, so anyway, yeah, like so, I said, so Haley is heading there in a car with her friends. Tariq's going to head there in his own car after his shift, and everyone else gets on this party bus. And this is kind of when the first, like I said, and I don't know what genre you would call it, but the whole you're overcoming a million one hurdles on your way to the best. Correct. That's like it's when a very, it starts. very uh, National Lampoon exactly. <laughs> situation. Because the uh, party bus breaks down. And which is the first? Well, before that, he gets on the bus. Okay, the kid Ethan gets on the bus. Who's like going to this festival? Okay, all right, yes. Everyone's partying. He's like, "Oh, stress! I need to focus on my laptop, which I don't even have my music for to play at this festival." Well, he's got to work on it. Like he doesn't have his set ready. It's only eight hours of time. Sure. Yeah, exactly. He's got to finish off. As we see by the counter, he's got to finish off seven thirty at this point. Yeah, seriously. So he sits, gets the only open seat. There's the couple across from him, who's the other main characters. But he sits next to uh, this dude who was just like, yeah, yo, hippie, what up? Hippie kid. Hippie for kid. Sure. I'm ready to party. 
uh, I come to festivals by my. He was awesome. He's like, I come <laughs> to festivals by myself yeah. to meet other people. Check this and out, and like rolls his sleeve. He down. doesn't roll his sleeve down. He had like a magical compartment yeah, where he just jerked his, sleeve, his arm yeah. and the thing un- unfolded. It was epic. And he also had like and I forget his amount term. Of drugs come down, do like a fear and loathing amount of drugs. Yes, and Ethan looks terrified. <laughs> he was like, Whoa, <laughs> I know drugs. And the other couple festival? was like, Hey, buddy, can you sit? You want to sit over here? Oh, I don't want this guy's Molly getting in your laptop. Like what? All right, I'm going to play this out. Another though, amazing kid uh, where he's got like he's like I got like. Uh, I got like trouble. I got bubbles for your troubles, baby. Like yeah, whatever he yeah. said when he unfolded the fucking drug arm was amazing. He pops out a lot. Yeah, exactly. And I'm gonna make this thing. I'm gonna make a hot take right here. A little weird analyzation of this character. He's an angel. He's a rave angel. <laughs> he's Devin's he's first like rave a, angel. Uh, yeah, and Devin is, one by the way, three, yeah. very, very tried and true, festy kid experience. For sure. At an early Bonnaroo. This was basically Devin's childhood. Correct. I was right? one of those <laughs> early ultras. This is what I read. I heard those early ultras. But uh, he, uh, he's a rave angel. He's one of... Uh, now, what exactly is a rave angel? Well, Can rave you describe? Angel is somebody where, like, you see this dude in the bus, right? And then maybe later at the rave, you've maybe taken a couple hallucinogens, but you keep seeing this kid. Yes. All right? I guess and it does happen when you're on. All the time. Yeah. Like, Holy shit, it's For sure. It's the dude from the bus again. <laughs> you keep seeing him. And now <laughs> this pop like, up and blows your mind at the time. He also ties a lot of things in later. You know what I mean? He's Things not fall just into there place for, for the sure. festival. He's there to make sure everything works out correct. For He's sure. a rave angel. He's a rave. You know, he's like a Jiminy Cricket type of character. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. You know well, I mean? I'll go. He's putting it. things in there. You're going to see him a lot. He will. Like, he, he, he will come up purpose. to save the yeah. day. He will once more. He's one of many rave angels <laughs> in the movie. But then, yeah, so they all take the bus. He sticks with the couple. They're like, he's Ethan's working on his own music. Yeah. So then he's <laughs> in the annoys. background of his own music and says, Ethan. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, so shit. He sh- so he annoys Ethan. The couple that we refer he to scares invites Ethan. Ethan. Yeah. yeah, scares Ethan. The couple but he invites also, him to sit next him to on her. His path, the correct For sure. path of where and they all And then introduces him to the couple who then uh, finds out. He goes, oh, who then, yeah, like Devin mentioned, Ethan is listening to his own YouTube. <laughs> clip and yeah. they go oh you're listening to the Ethan YouTube clip too Which I'll be honest, I've been on the train before I'm definitely listening to some Geekdom <laughs> podcasts I'm not gonna lie at least some Big LW Big LW backslash SoundCloud.com <laughs> thank you but uh so then they find so they're like Ethan oh you like the Ethan track that's why we're gonna go so you find out and then is there, are you fucking are you with me? so it or establishes it are you freaking with me bro <laughs> yeah cause it doesn't stand for fucking mature for something but then their paths kind of really so they establish that they know that he's Ethan, blah, blah, blah. So mm. the bus breaks down. Well, I guess yeah. before this, too, also with other main characters, Delia is in the front preaching about how yeah. raves ain't <laughs> raves no yeah. more. But he liked XOXO before it was And he's, XOXO. like, pointing out, like, the three cuttest dudes on the bus. <laughs> know, like, yeah. like, you three assholes. <laughs> I know. And your tank tops <laughs> and bullshit. I was so in love with you yeah. at this point. <laughs> like, I mean, look at this fucking kid with the tank top. But it's also, like, fuck when I went to festivals. you, <laughs> man. Like, dude, you're running a bus going to a rave. You're going to sit there yeah, and, like, just, make fun of very, like when sure. the kid comes is up in like the, the green fucking... man outfit and he's like, "Hey man, there's this thing of air conditioning." He's like, "Kill yourself." <laughs> yeah. It's like, dude, Just what? The best have Wi-Fi. It's a kid wearing like one yeah. of those yeah blue man group suits Whoa. or whatever. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> one jumper. Where you can see his yeah, kill yourself. Kill your... Yeah, no. I wish Grumpy that guy would have got was furious. But like, yo, dude, you're fucking running this thing, right? I'm asking if it has Wi-Fi. Hold on a second. We take this fucking I paid fucking 59 off. bucks Are for you this. Are you your fucking mind? <laughs> like, tell me to fucking kill myself? Yeah. So, no, he's definitely going to work on these fucking bros that are like... Uh, and you can tell they're getting restless because his business...
business partner slash fucking clerk boy is, is trying to change the subject. He loves the music. And like ushering him on. But anyway. Plus so you knew things in this bus were going to go bad because there was the old uh, dead raccoon fell out of the love okay, compartment. A little Roma style foreshadowing <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. A fucking possum falls out of the fucking <laughs> engine. But so anyway, the bus falls down. I guess people start walking to the show. Ethan Shaw gets picked up by a hilarious fucking hippie. And everybody in this, this movie's just filled with smoking hot dream girls that yeah. like are super yeah. helpful and nice. So the van, Dumb and Dumber style, the van opens up. And it's like a van full of hot chicks and a fucking grandma on the front that offers them like, like peyote smoke. You want some up. peyote? Yeah. We got homegrown peyote. Yeah. Hop in. So Ethan gets a ride to the festi. Uh-huh. Everybody else like walks or finds their they own walk way. There. They walk. So there. then they get to the festival. Ethan now, however, he can't get in touch with Tariq. His okay. phone, the messages aren't sending. Well, first I guess it was saying like, hurdle style. The girls are also getting here at the same time now, and they're pulling into VIP. Oh, the yes. reason I don't interrupt you because of the intro, because the girls go into VIP and intro. I know it's going to sound crazy, but stick with me. Intro first scary black guy <laughs> because they get into VIP Chapa. they're doing shots and like we were saying Haley's like I can't do a shot I'll throw up blah, 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 blah. and we find out later his name's Chopper Chapa. but like I'm not saying scary black guy very, I'm just saying this movie represents negative. black people in a very negative way <laughs> every black person in this movie is super like villainous I was actually thinking that super that insanely villainous I wasn't so the girls are at the, the festival at the VIP area they get to the festival they're like we're gonna go to VIP first yes. we get it for free they're saying they're doing shots having a good time and, and you could tell the chopper black walks guy up has very negative because what he says is like, sure. "Saw you girls doing shots. Want to do that high end shit? Come to my VIP." Yeah, like, yeah. Whoa, that very guy came creepy. in hot. You're very 45 creepy. years old, sir. <laughs> These girls are 17. Yeah, what's her face is obviously best. like fucking not allowed in this festival without a guardian anyway. Right. Like, so then it comes to Ethan. But real quick, though, just to what you said about the uh, racial angle. I didn't necessarily put two and two together about the all the black guys being mean. However, I did. Not black guys. Black pe- bad oh, people. Because it did. I guess the other lady, too. It did, however, da- like uh, occur to me at one point. I was like, they couldn't have like hired one black festy kid just for yeah, like right. diversity's sake. Oh, there no. was literally no... No they were there. They were ticket taker, security <laughs> yeah. manager, and like rapist, all slash manager. crazy mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're right, manager. Yeah. That's a very crazy mean. The first I, time I, I see a person in this movie is Chopper. Any other fucking? It was very like wherever they filmed XOXO on location. Yeah. Not one black person attended the festi mm-hmm. for them to film. Like they were working there and they were super mad about it. <laughs> yeah, because like I said, yeah, the manager comes. So get in, back to it. Yeah, the girls are taking shots. He's uh sets the tone of super just comes creepy, in super rapey, dude. Yeah. I mean, he's and like he's Avila's manager. He's the big star DJ's manager. Yeah, you find and it. immediately has a very creepy, negative tone and energy. Seventeen-year-old girls come over here with me. Yeah. Then it cuts to uh, Ethan trying to get in the festival. Right, same thing. And he was like, "No, my manager set this up. I should be on the list. Can you? S- yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. double check." Now again, I didn't do the casting of this movie. The person who's running the list is a black lady. Yeah, and she responds. More or less like, fuck you, man. Get out of line. There's no tickets over there. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. whoa, why is she okay, so negative? True. Like, yeah, so yeah. mean to this kid. He's just like, like no. He, and he was very, yeah. he, he pulled out a very diplomatic, he goes, well, isn't that what the walkie's for? Can you yeah. walkie somebody? Yeah. And I was like, level-headed move by Ethan Shaw. For He's sure. going to make it in this business. Because I would have told her to go fuck herself yeah. up. Crazy man. mean to him. <laughs> like, just start screaming at him. So dude. then he 
does not, and, and then there's a lot the of couples with them a too. very yeah. uh, a lot of uh, very bad troubleshooting goes down in this movie. Mm-hmm. So the first bit of bad troubleshooting, like after third after fifteen seconds of <laughs> them like of like him not figuring out how to be on the list, fucking uh, the the male of the couple offers oh. him his ticket to get in. Yeah. Where just like the fucking DJ sets don't enter through the general admission gates anyway. You dopes, like yeah. fucking like wait two minutes and actually sort this out. But no, he gives up his ticket. Bro, Ticket, ticket. We're yeah. here to see you anyway. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, dude, imagine he'll figure it out then. <laughs> I know, exactly. You know what I mean? And as, yeah. He's so, on the goddamn lineup. So he Don't gives give the ticket. one ticket. So now they need to buy another to one mm-hmm. ticket so both members of the couple can experience Which I have to imagine. the last it's like a $200 night ever. ticket, right? Yeah. Day of. Exactly. So then you find out as the line happens, though, that the festival is actually all sold out. Somebody literally stands up, like, on a table, Firefest style, and is like, Tickets, yeah, it is a yeah. Tickets are sold out. Actually, you know what? A huge piece of information happens at this point. At this point, Tariq, like I had mentioned, had told his dad to go Correct. screw. Yeah. Goes to the festival where he's Correct. apparently as well supposed to meet like a record executive at the festival as well. He's yeah. got a big meeting. He's got to get Ethan on stage. He's got a lot of things going on. He's mm-hmm. walking through one of the many dream girls in the movie. Correct. He encounters and uh, perhaps I'd say Rave Angel. Perhaps Whoa. I don't know if she's Rave Angel yeah, more. I mean, She's my she's, she's dream girl anyway. But, you never see her but again. smoking, she up pops again. up later with Delia. She doesn't really bring anything full circle. However, oh. also she just has like a funny Is makeout scene girl? with Delia. Is it the same girl? I think so. She might be a rave angel where she tries to make him kiss the guy. Yes. If it's the same girl. I think that's the same girl. If that's the same girl. Because I was totally expecting Delia to start tripping kind and I was of. just like, is this going to be the same gimmick yeah. twice? But no. But so smoking hot chick with like fucking tie dye braids mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. runs up like out of frame. E- uh, Tariq's on the phone making bi- wheeling and dealing. Next thing you know, in mid makeout sesh with Total Smoke Show, who then pulls away to reveal that she has an acid tab on the tongue then it showed cut to Tariq holding his throat while swallowing and then honestly I've got to say I think he was trying to make himself throw up I think he was I think uh, he was like did she fucking give me and then like he felt the swallow and was like oh fuck I just took a dose because even if like he just kissed her on the tongue maybe he'd feel a little wobbly however he's like fuck I just and then what ensues (laughs) is a very an amazingly accurate depiction of (laughs) what (laughs) tripping is like I I, I kind of to like the smoky Friday scene where it's like that's what we're being really high is really like (laughs) fucking the panic and the blurry vision and the weirdness was fucking amazing and still trying to get his way through I think one would is when he's like laying on the grass and the manager calls they're like we're at this main stage. Are you coming there? He's like, no. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like realize. He's and like, she's like, no, yeah, yes. what? Are you serious? He's like, I mean, yes. yes I will be there. <laughs> but so he, you find out, he starts tripping and is like trying to talk to the black lady that Devin referred to. Mm-hmm. Has no idea what's going on. Next thing you know, they announce that it's officially sold Tickets out. Sold All out. hell, a riot breaks loose. Dude, People out. storm the gates. Everybody on this party bus didn't have tickets. <laughs> Except the couple. Well, also, that's actually, I never understand. Yeah, I guess that was like a suspension of disbelief, but I kind of thought that they actually, Firefest style, were like, we're at capacity. All of you with tickets grab are fucked. Yeah, go. Yeah. go like, we're not letting any more in, you Correct. idiots. So, but yeah. So anyway, what happens is they end up storming. Like, they're not letting any more in. They storm the gates. Yeah. Uh, I wrote down there. What, Tariq gets swept yeah. away. By a, well, everybody does. Everybody gets everybody swept away. Everybody except the couple. And then in a because very, Because everybody's like, running into this yeah. 
festival. They're like security, and security is just like I guess you can't see them as a podcast, but they just have their arms. They're like, oh, I don't know what to do. Yeah. I don't know what to do. People are start swarming in. Tariq gets fucking swarming the crew. Yes. Uh, so does Chris Dahlia. He's trying to leave. The tank <laughs> yeah, top boys. That's true. The tank, oh, the tank top boys, boys are trying, trying to like to shake them down money for money for the, for the refund. Yeah. Security breaks down. Everyone gets pushed inside. The only two idiots that don't get pushed inside is the couple yeah. who sees what's going on. Start running. And the to guy the is thing. very reasonable. To bring, to bring up your point before about how busy she was, he right away was like, "All right, I guess it's sold out. Why don't we go home and have a nice relaxed night before your big trip to Correct. New York?" And she's like, "No, we sneak in through the sewer." Fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Because they try to just go running in as the rest of the crowd just gets swept in, and just like one real bouncer stands yeah, up, yeah. he's like, "No more sneaking!" Like, <laughs> the guy is such a pussy. He's like, "Nope." Yeah, so, a, you want to catch a ride back? Should we go home and uh, watch Netflix? And this is where the second piece of horrible troubleshooting comes in. Literally after two seconds of like, shit, should we try to scalp a ticket? Should we wait a couple or minutes find see somewhere if they let more in? in? Yeah. yeah, like see if somebody has an extra, uh, what should we do? Yeah, sneaking through the sewer. That sounds like the most yeah. dangerous idea. That we could and disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Plus, like, didn't they eat Molly like on their way in? She's like, say this right before we get in. So I think at this point they're rolling too. And just be like, should we go in the sewer? Like, dude, no fucking way. <laughs> when I'm rolling at a festival, the last thing I want to do is probably be at that festival. It's like, let's get out of here. Although Tariq's Porto potty scene. Oh, God, Tariq. Tariq <laughs> seriously was straight gold. Like, the best. <laughs> the best ever. I guess this brings another point because the fucking kid, like we said, Ethan does get in, then goes to another line to get to VIP to, like, set up his set. And there's third mean black guy yes. who is just like, hey, man, I'm at the show. I'm supposed to be here. I have my list. I have all this equipment. He's like, no fucking way you're getting in here. And he was just like, dude, my name's Ethan Shaw. Can you just check the list? He's like, absolutely not. Yeah. Fuck you. And it's like, dude, why are uh, every black person so mean? <laughs> I mean, but there's then, security. This guy also has one of the first, at least my first, like, really, like, LOL. Like, I laughed out loud. It was like, yeah, good one. Literally the laughing kid out goes, loud. Ethan goes, hey, Literally lol Yeah. Ethan goes, man, I have all this equipment on me. Why would I have all this equipment if I wasn't performing here? And he goes, man, that kid behind you is wearing a vacuum. Yeah. And it like circles, <laughs> even like positive circles this kid. And there's kid some dopey literally wearing a shop vac, like, but it's all like, <laughs> like a proton soul pack. glowed out. Yeah. And he goes, I don't even know what he's planning on cleaning. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, was, he, goes, he goes, I'm not judging you people. Yeah. I see our dude over there with the vacuum. Yeah, <laughs> I don't dude. know what he's planning on cleaning. That line made me laugh. Yeah, that was, that was like, oh, line. fuck. But anyway, and then at the same time, though, so like Devin said, they're on the VIP section. This is where you get to, like, maybe the second of these, like, natural uh, hurdles to overcross. Because mm-hmm. now, in this modern age of ours, Haley's phone is out of battery. Correct. So she point, must all the, yeah, charge. All the girls are partying. Guy, hey, like, I'm online, about to be in. Oh, stuck in the VIP. Yeah. She says We're, that, too. Yeah. What an asshole. Stuck in stuck VIP. Stuck in VIP. See how many festivals I've gone to? Like, dude, VIP looks so. <laughs> As I have like dirty feet, and yeah, like, for oh, sure. Man, like, I'd love to be with Chapa. <laughs> I would totally be in the VIP section. So she's, quote-unquote, stuck in VIP while Jordan uh, Bay is... Jordan's uh, Bay texting her. Well, Jordan's Bay is texting her. Her phone's dying. They're both getting to the festi. The girls have already been seduced. Everything should be lined up. The girls have already been seduced by Chopper, They've already been, who's now going to introduce him to Avila and some Uh other dude and all sorts of crazy And the mysterious guy who... The mysterious uh, guy who started the festival. Mr. Hugs and Kisses himself. Mr. Hugs and Kisses. So it's going to be an epic night in the VIP tent. However, Haley needs to 
charge her phone. She needs to see her bay because she wants to see bay. She, wants to see so she winds herself up in what I thought was like the uh, walk-in freezer. That's what I thought it was. <laughs> a walk-in fridge where they were. Is it, dude, this is I get this like, why is three years ago? <laughs> but this is the electronic music festival. Literally, the word electronic <laughs> yeah. is in it. I imagine there's plugs everywhere, For sure. and they were like the in closest some storage closet. Find. I don't know if they were in really the walk-in because it wasn't cold. I mean, he was picking up a bottle but, of like, water. Yeah, they were like people and like people. It was a hilarious scene too. People, one guy came in and pissed in the mop bucket, <laughs> which this is the inside totally restaurant thing. You never want to know what goes on in the in the bucket that cleans the restaurant when. It's closed, well, especially the fridge <laughs> at the festival, <laughs> where apparently true. like VIP is allowed anywhere. Yeah, seriously, like, Even, like the... somebody wasn't like, "Hey, no, sorry, employees only." <laughs> yeah. Like VIP asshole, I got to so check bay. And uh, so she's sitting there charging the phone as people are coming in, making out, peeing, all doing all sorts of stuff. So then, what happens though is a very handsome, kind of like a handsome, a very uh, handsome Uncle older Jesse uh, looking. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, like a very Bruce Lee kind of, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. like a, like a Devin, like a, like a handsome you're Asian just a guy. handsome dude. I didn't say Asian. You're you're the one harping on this. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I said a handsome man, Uncle Jesse. And you're like, he yeah, was like an old Oriental from no. Deadwood. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the San Francisco cocksucker. He was. No, but so he's also way older in my book, which at this point was actually kind of to me. I brought it up earlier, but one of the first mo- were a moment where I got really kind of kind of creeped out almost, and I felt that maybe that TVMA was going to come up. <laughs> yeah. Because he comes in, it's a very, she is obviously very young, he's like way older, and is very creepy in my book. Kind oh, no. of very like seemingly like flirt, and like, and she's like texting for the guy, and he's like, do you really want to meet her? And I was like, is she about to like make out with this no, old Asian big time. What's going down? And again, as an older, like 35 year old, if I like walked into a cooler where I was working at the festival, and there was like some 17 year old girl in day glow, like kind yeah, of like yeah, little yeah. like scandalous Outfit for like partying. I wouldn't be like, oh, what's up? Who are you texting? Yeah, I like would start backing <laughs> towards the door. Yeah, and be Security. like, we have a camera here. Like, you know, like, do you need help? Do you yeah. need water or anything? Are you Not all right? Sure. So he's very like. So at that point, and as well, I guess the tone had kind of been set that it was like a fun hijinks movie. But I had a flash that perhaps because a, a couple of years flash? ago I heard about. A horror movie that took place at a festival. And I knew nothing about this movie. So at this point, I was like, dude, is this about to get dark and turn into like like a a TVMA, like tragedy happens at a festival? Let's be honest. We really didn't know anything about this movie going into it. We went in knowing nothing about it. We're like (laughs) 10 minutes in, and she's about to get raped by somebody in the fucking walk-in cooler. And I'm like, I thought I was getting my into like... How wild would that have been (laughs) if that movie totally (laughs) twisted, dude? Like I said, it was early enough where it didn't quite. It would have had like the horror movie. Wow, this is going to be a fun ride. Holy shit! No, it was a very creepy vibe too. And her phone keeps blowing up. It's charging. Because they're now they're having a really good conversation. I'm like, well, what are you looking for? Yeah, and I guess this is what I was saying earlier. Like, well, what are you looking for in this festival? She's like, you know, love, hand holding, something where you meet the family on a mountaintop, watching, sun- yeah, yeah. watching a sunset, maybe a kiss. But now she's ignoring her phone, and yes. he was just like, 
go ahead and check it if you want. It was yeah. like, go ahead and check it anyway, dude. This is how people sure. interact yeah, now. Yeah, we yeah. glance at her phone. <laughs> he knows you're in there charging it. Yeah, like, you're dude, don't be like to exclusively. Man. And also, go fucking finish off bringing the water or doing whatever yeah, buddy, you had to do. The drum and bass tent needs a case of water <laughs> yes. now, dude. Seriously. Get a villa some Poland Spring ASAP. Fucking drives the money. But anyway, so it turns out, though, nothing By the way, he's also second rave angel. Second rave angel. Because he comes in and gives his Jimmy Cricket advice. time. Yeah. So does the first rape. <laughs> no, for sure. But him even more so. But anyway, so then he sets her free to go. Yeah, she like, goes go running out, yeah. which is where uh, we left you last with Choppa in the VIT. She runs the VIP. Choppa is this sent shit to is... go find her. Okay, no, no, no. This shit is fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. Because she walks out of the cooler. She's going to leave the VIP here. Then go crashes the into Ethan. Her friends see her. And they're like, oh, there goes our friend right now. She's leaving. Chopper. Is on it. On it. Chopper's yes. like, you ladies wait here. I'll be right I'll back. Get her. And like aggressively chases after, after her. She like she stole something. He was For just sure. like, no. She runs into Ethan. Like, dude, like, she like what? literally pulls like the seventh grade hallway. And this is their, runs uh, into Ethan. This their is binders their, uh, break. Yeah, yeah. This is their meet cute. This is their meet cute. Their yes, meet everything cute falls weird. out and they make eye contact as they're picking up the fucking. And they talk about uh, uh, USB drives that fell. I was on my phone. Oh, I was on my phone too. Oh, yeah, I guess we uh, we love phones. <laughs> these days, yeah, we love yeah. phones. So then she goes off, makes a guy, and then Chopper comes out and <laughs> says, "Quote unquote, did you see the pretty young girl leave yeah. the VA? And the other black. That guy goes went that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we all know where that fucking went went. And he comes out like hot. Yeah, like he comes out like. Knees no. bent, hunched over like a which way <laughs> yeah. did he go? Seriously. Like, left he's in right. outfielder position. Yeah, like he's a fucking cop. Like she robbed the place, dude. She's just leaving. Yeah, he's yeah, like, for sure. You seen Haley? <laughs> it's insane. Like, it, very it creepy. Couldn't be anything. So you think that maybe something at this point you're like, wow, what the hell's going on here? So is Chopper's this, a bad guy. Is this no, rating Chopper's a bad guy? <laughs> yeah. Well, they, that's true, though. They do very much, in a very subtle and I, I'd say a very, again, successful <laughs> success by What Chris I actually Louis. wrote down was, I don't trust Chopper. <laughs> <laughs> but a, a, a great move by Choppa, uh, I mean uh, by Chris Louie, a couple times, really uh, very subtly, but yet easily establishing no, good guys versus bad guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because in this, Choppa's presenting himself as a good guy. Same thing with DJ Avila, who you meet later on. Mm. He's presented, he's acting cool, but you just know that he's a douche. You're and I guess cool, seeing yeah. these movies for so long, you know that eventually... For sure. Like so, Choppa then comes to. I guess, like I said, the first act of the movie is really them all overcoming these natural hurdles. And we have talked about this this point point too. The couple now has gone in. Okay, yes. I guess the couple is who we needed to talk about the least. Yeah. Here's the thing: the couple go into a sewer. They uh, can't find their way. They uh, have a big argument. She's like, we're going to break really up. They really play no he bearing goes, on the actual no. plot of the movie. They're kind of yeah. just intertwining. They um, are two out of the six. They're the worst. For sure. Yeah, for there's sure. no need to focus on them. No. So anyway, Chopper runs out. Haley already leaves the meet cute. He like looks around. He hears Ethan like bitching and moaning. He's like, God damn it. My name's Ethan. I'm supposed to okay, be yes. here. And he's like. Whoa! So then he gets You're Ethan, Ethan in. Here. Okay, but yeah. Anyway, so yes, he. Uh, so then he gets Ethan in. I'd say at this point the movie then kind of shifts from uh, the like first act. The antagonist of the movie is these natural hurdles that they have to Correct. overcome. At this point, the main antagonist becomes. Choppa and DJ Avila, you realize, are like up to no good. <laughs> the couple trying... don't know that. <laughs> I mean, the, well, not the couple in the movie. Yeah, just true, in general, true, true, like, yeah. the, the audience. They are, they are. Not the couple. 
people. But um, so then it, it like from here on in, it really kind of takes over that Chapa and then DJ Avila really well, are seemingly. Like, like Ethan the, gets in there. This is the same VIP here. Haley just left, right? Yep. So now he's in there. He's still trying to get a hold of his manager, our boy Tariq. Tariq. And uh, he meets Avila. And and his manager and they're like, look, dude, you got a million hits. We think you're really cool. Even when he walks into his foreshadow and goes, oh, this is the guy we were just talking about, just and it seems about. very like, awkward. What's going but, on? So you never, yeah. And then they're offering him deals. You're gonna be talented. We like to do charity where we give young DJs like you a chance, and you could just tell they're not to be trusted. Correct. Right. Correct. They are not. At this point, I'd say maybe we shift over to Tyreek, who is now fully on like tripping balls, having meetings. fun at the festival, Correct. and like we need uh, eventually Tariq and well, not having Ethan so much fun. to Did kind this... of meet. Yeah, I guess not well, really having like, fun. Tariq's running around. He's taking that business call, like we said. He's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, losing his mind. He tried to get like... in the business meeting. He's going in and out. Like they do this great thing of like he's on like the medic tent. He's uh you know like Okay, yes. You know what I mean? Like, they show him thing. in his own mind. They even show him at like a meeting. They show him seeing himself yeah. die, be yeah, on the yeah, thing, exactly. be at his funeral where his dad where they're just like, and the worst part is he never amounted to anything. And his dad <laughs> looks at him fucking like shaking his head. Which was the last part of the dad as well. <laughs> yeah. Which was great. It never came full circle. <laughs> All the showed was was stupid Tariq's funeral with his dad, like disgusted. But Tariq's having the melt down of a lifetime also like we talked about there's a countdown clock yes to like where ethan's gonna play it's been going on the whole but movie until ethan said that when it, it comes to Tariq's perspective the <laughs> yeah. clock's all like melty yeah and jumbling which is like, a hilarious touch this is one of the great like Tariq was one of the greatest things in this movie and uh the vacuum cleaner line was uh, <laughs> my two favorite things but yeah, Tariq just like he goes through all these different like He's going through the emotions of tripping. At yeah, first you're panicking, so then hard. it's like fucking getting really intense. By the end, he's wearing a rainbow vest well, and like before having that, spiritual connections. Before with that the though, he's laying on the ground and I'm like, we all know that. And Haley starts walking oh, yes. down starts walking on the road. And I didn't even notice it was Tariq till they, they, they see each other. But like you just see like this trippy kid that grow up like help me like I've been at shows yes. right the kids I'm like oh help <laughs> no, me kid. I've been that kid <laughs> yeah sure I've asked for help he goes help me and she's like mm, I'm trying she's to a meet good Jordan. person yeah so she's gonna help him he goes all I need is water and he's leaning on her you would think. She's rich, obviously. They got VIP. Yeah, buy him He's the got water. Let's buy the water. Where does she take him? A trough. <laughs> She's literally the next scene. She has like a trough that he's like drinking out of. Like, yeah, she's on a water so fountain in this fucking place. Like, like one, you couldn't spring you know five bucks for this, a bottle of water. Yeah. In this fucking... How did you know what this trough was? Great like, point. Well, all these people are great there. point. Just feed him a trough of water. So then these Dude, two though have a heart to heart. About uh, you know his connection with his dad Correct. and her trying to find love, which was just a hilarious. But I like, like she's tripping. the worst. Like she's yeah. just giving sound advice. She even says like, "I know you're not going to know right she now." She refers I'm to like, him as the poster child for dare, yeah. which was a hilarious line. <laughs> yeah. Good line. But then she and again, so the countdown is ticking to now. You're getting moments away. You're getting to like inside an hour to the mm, DJ mm, set, mm, where mm. I'm expecting the movie to climax, where she meets Jordan at the. DJ said mm-hmm. Ethan Shaw crushes He's it. Tariq has song, the time of Jordan his life. Tariq's gonna get the there. Like, I'm here, happy. bro. Yes. So pretty much now, though, they rush to the DJ. I'd, I'd say this is pretty much when uh, the clock yeah. strikes midnight for the DJ Correct. set. 
And Haley finally makes it to the stage. She can't touch getting in contact with Jordan on the phone. Mm-hmm. Finally, somebody sneaks up from behind with the old 80s, who's this? Yeah. Or guess hand, who? Yeah, hand over, hand the, over eyes. the eyes. And it's so Jordan and Haley finally meet. Where then he immediately the uh, so then I guess the DJ set starts it's where Ethan. Ethan's DJ set starts shot. his big shot it's big shot run into technical difficulty he hasn't had his manager to help him Correct. he also I guess lost time in the business meeting with Avila in the VIP stage so never set anything up yeah never got anything ready never. never checked out the equipment that he now doesn't really I think that they were trying to convey that his set went so bad because he didn't properly know how to use the DJ kit sure. that he was yeah, using he was like where's the USB cord like oh bro we don't use USB yeah. cores. This like, is a what? real DJ. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. So he has a very uh, horrible set. Grateful Dead at Woodstock. Te- technical difficulties <laughs> style. Uh, bad set from Ethan Shaw. A lot of booze. At the, at the warehouse tent at uh, at this at XOXO Fest. Mm-hmm. So immediately things are not going well. The crowd's kind of booing or you know. Kind of booing. They are not pleased. <laughs> they are not pleased. They are. Uh, Jordan, they know this guy. I mean, apparently, according to the plot of this movie, have just met. They decide to blow off uh, the DJ said, but she even was kind of bummed. Really, I thought we were going to dance yeah. to our song. Everybody at the fucking festival was there to see this kid. <laughs> know, you right? know what I mean? <laughs> that is them. Like that's why everyone was booing. They're yeah, like, we've sure. all obviously came. Have you not listened to the narrative <laughs> of this plot? <laughs> so like, he's having a bad set. And uh, Haley and Jordan finally sneak off, finally meet, yeah. and have their big meeting where they sneak off into this fucking super cool yeah. psychedelic well, black light like, jungle. This guy sucks. She's like, this is our song. This is what like, pulled us <laughs> together. He's like, fuck this yeah, guy. Fuck this He's loser. a noob. Yeah. And then they go to like the uh, Enchanted Forest yeah. thing. Where which is like a black light fucking psychedelic jungle, which is pretty sick. And he somehow they're the only the... people there. <laughs> yeah, that's like, true, too. What's going on? They find like... their secluded fucking spot underneath the palm tree in yeah. this fucking awesome Why jungle. Why isn't everybody there? Yeah. Everybody. Every corner of this place should be a makeout sesh. Jam-packed. But so yeah. he's going for, I guess, to bring it back to... Uh, to uh, Roma, but he's going for a <laughs> Furman style makeout sesh. Fuck yeah! And she, and again, so now they're they at this point. I'd say one of the uh, gripes I have in this movie, not to sound, not to come off overly rapey. However, they try to establish Jordan being a real asshole in this because she has been like waiting to meet her dream guy. They finally meet. He goes like, in Whoa. for the makeout, and she wants to like have a heart to heart or whatever. And they establish that he's being too aggressive, which I get. However, I'm kind of on his side in this story. We're literally like, first of all, in Back to the Future, they have Biff date raping fucking Marty's mom. In this one, he's like grabbing her ass after like fucking texting with her for fucking six months. He's just trying to give her a kiss. (laughs) Yeah, I'll make you this. He's moving a little too quick, but he has a plan. Granted, he's moving too quick. He's also also, tripping balls. She like never stops talking. Like he's also kissing her, and she's just like, anyway. So like, (laughs) it was a pretty crazy drive here. uh, (laughs) I know, seriously, but I. We'll give it to I will give it this guy. Yes, we're gonna hang out. He goes, we are. We are. We are. Great line by Jordan. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking love that dude. But it's like the biggest fucking rave in the world. He's been rolling on fucking Molly since two p.m. Trying to find you all day. Trying to find you all day. Texting it with you for months. She wants to go talk about their family (laughs) after all of this. And like in the most sound point from him, why would we want to talk about my family? (laughs) Couldn't be more on Jordan's side in this scenario. Like, and also like I don't know a lot of. About well, I do. I know how like there's like Tinder or whatever they're chatting on. Kids today send each, seem to send each other their genitalia. <laughs> yeah. You're telling me that like he doesn't already sure. know her. T- something's so, gone down. So like, I get that he was like, or at least something's gone down to the part like he was 
very confident they were about to hook up. <laughs> for sure. So either like Jordan's like the biggest creep in the world, or no, she was just sure. like, the second I see you, I'm going to jump your bones. He's like, all right, where is She's like, but what's up with your sister? He's like, come, <laughs> come on, dog. What's your mom's maiden name? Uh, what are we doing here? <laughs> but so she huffs and puffs off, and I guess establishing. Did you get the feeling in this movie that maybe Haley was like slightly autistic? <laughs> like she didn't like to be. Well, touched. she was definitely she could not never cool, really babe. Real because they're literally she like really inter- seemed to get what was going sure. on. You they're intersplicing I mean? every other scene with like two smoke shows and fucking neon uh, uh, spandex mm. making out with each other. Like it's the most over the top, indulgent, like sexually promiscuous event ever yeah. that they establish that she's dressed up like a whore to be at yeah. and then she like doesn't want to take shots or make out with anybody it's kind of weird but, well I said earlier I tried dressing like a nun but I think that they are establishing that she was indeed in classic movie fashion the girl that was there to find her soulmate thought that this guy was not into the uh, yeah. to the to the physical not into the sex or things whatever. do not work out with Jordan no. <laughs> yeah. so exactly so she uh, goes away that's the last we ever see of Jordan mm. she goes and then I guess what happens from here? Tariq uh, finally meets Ethan after the bombing of a set. Huge Ethan blow. Ethan lays into uh, Tariq, Huge who's blow. at this point has uh, as well ran into the bros from the bus and, some, God, bros. and somehow got yeah. one of their amazing furry, <laughs> yeah. like what, like a Wookiee style like rainbow colored vest, rainbow fur vest, tripping. And now it's turned where he's gotten through the uh, he's broken through the other side of this trip and is having the time of his life he's over Haley sent him straight gave him the pep talk I mean, filled him up with spirituality now he's having the time of his if life if I was Ethan I would be equally as pissed for sure as like this kid who's like already like obviously doesn't know anything about festivals has a million hits on YouTube trusting this kid and the kid finally shows up just like jaw rolling <laughs> for sure. in the thing and be like, in a vest fucking kidding and like, me yeah. yeah and so Ethan's like you've been partying this whole time not knowing like me and Devin mentioned however it hasn't been all fun and games for Tariq, he didn't take it willingly. Who didn't t- willingly take it, it, nor has been enjoy it for like has been enjoying it really until like fucking ten minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. So lays into him. You're the worst manager. You're you're even a worse friend. He then goes to classic mid movie fallout. Yes, yeah. classic mid movie fallout. He goes to then find a villa to take him up on his DJ contract offer. Correct. Which, as an audience member, you know is no, uh, yeah. Don't go down that. The devil went well, down I guess to we Georgia. Too. We forgot about Chris Dale. This whole time, all See, this has okay, been going now on. This is what Delia has been there. Next. Has been very okay, grumpy. Yes, true. Been dodging the tank top boys. This. Met this girl. He met the acid girl. My claim is Who, the acid again? girl from Tariq. He was such an asshole, dude. Like, fuck you, man. She's like, hey, can you take our picture? He's like, fucking live well, in no, the there moment, was that bro. girl. But then there was also the acid girl that dosed Tariq. He starts yeah. making out with her at well, one point. And has the hilarious. Yeah. Then she tries him to get a make out. Like, she's making out with him. Then immediately starts making out with another guy. And Delia has like a hilarious. Hilarious, like, well, what's going on? I thought we were vibing. Then, like, he's pushing them, to, and he's like, all right, I'm out of here. Like, yeah, this is, this, it was fun while it lasted. But. Super gross. So that happens to Delia. So, but then, but then he meets the girls. He meets who are, the girl uh, who then, his picture, and then he write, writes them the ride out about like being the fucking old Chris old. Living the moment, you fucking kids, don't know nothing. 
I do that chick handled that. Chris Delia or whatever his name is. Yeah. Isn't it that good looking where <laughs> she'd sure, be no. like, all right, I'm going to exclude all the shitty macho bullshit you just said <laughs> yeah. to us. And be like, we picked you because <laughs> yeah. you look like you wanted to Like dance. I said, this movie is uh, full of dream girls. God. Four absolute smoke shows. We're like, hey, like older dude in the flannel. We look like you're not having fun. Why don't you? Why don't yeah. you come party with us? So that leads us to the uh, hilarious foot tapping scene oh, that I brought up Jesus earlier. Christ. Where it was the dangerous minds moment where D'Elia <laughs> Finally, <laughs> finally vibing with the with the uh, finally wearing the clothes of the weather he was at yeah. and enjoying the element of the uh, of the rave. So he gets into it. He didn't do the. You know what I was going to do? Because he does. He grabs the glow sticks. He's like fucking yeah. like doing oh, that's it. true. Hilarious. But he never does like the orb circle. He thing. does though. Totally. Kind of, he kind of does. And that was he everybody does. started crowd. That was my, one of my favorite parts. Was because again, just as the dude from the nineties, like I like I was Christy Elia in this fucking movie. No, for sure. For sure. <laughs> You know? sure, sure, so sure. he was doing the what I look at as the rave dance, for sure. the twirling your hands around, and all the kids huddled around him. And that was again a little bit foreshadowing again yeah, that he was as well was part of the rave scene because yeah, he all of a sudden learning, effortlessly like, oh, doing wow. the globe dance with, <laughs> yeah. and all the kids were like, "This guy's the coolest guy ever." Call that uh, like I said in the intro, liquid dancing. <laughs> liquid dancing. Okay, that, yes. Like, Ooh, we're liquid. I Ooh, forgot uh, what I called it. I had hold, a hilarious. dragon ball. Hold the ball. Hold, hold your the hand. ball. Move your hand. Yes. On the ball. No, for sure. As, as, as a 16-year-old like, punk rocker, <laughs> it was like the uh, the heavy metal disco. So my era, I was very against electronic, and That's I was like, fair. I went from hip hop to punk rock. So I was like, I looked at e, I looked at fucking DJ kids as fags. Let's be honest. I went to so, a lot of these parties. Dude. Yeah, I was I, never at a I rave. Was into it. But it was just fun. I was taking, I was taking drugs. Yeah, for sure. I, I, so Daly so, is dancing around now. Dariks comes up with the tank top boys. Okay, yes. This is how they make amends because they're like, that's him! And he's just like, And yes, Tariq, who's now full of spirituality, is like, do you want to fight this guy or do you want to dance with him? <laughs> <laughs> do you want to dance with yes. the best dancer you ever seen? I guess that's the only thing And all of the bros were like, we want to dance We need to dance with this guy. And Delia's like, oh, I mean, better than an Aspian, I guess. But I guess the other funny great thing <laughs> no, is... No, Delia snuck out the back door. He didn't even dance with him. Well, no, he, he kind like, of followed like, Tariq. slowly, like, because slinked Tariq, away. this is during the uh, Ethan's DJ set that he bombs. Yes. But Tariq never says once, this is how you know Tariq's the best dude ever is Tariq never goes like oh we gotta check out Ethan I'm his manager he just keeps going that's my best friend we gotta go that's check true. out my best friend he loses friend. all business sense that's true <laughs> best we friend. got my best friend outfit. for sure then he goes and, like, and now this is talks when... to Ethan and Ethan starts yelling him because this is why I know Delia didn't sneak out the bag because Delia is standing behind that's Tariq true. while Ethan's yes. giving him the one for yes. and I was just like he oh goes... Delia's gonna chime in at some point and be like I think I can hook you up because now you kind of know he's big down but he doesn't do shit you're he just sits to re- in the background like a watch- creep. At and, this like, point, the, the whole D'Elia thing was lost on me. It really, at this point, I did not see it coming. I thought the big D'Elia breakthrough was going to be him having fun at the party. So a couple things right now about what Devin's saying. Yes, they're establishing uh, Tariq. Uh, uh, Ethan tells Tariq that Avila has offered me a collaboration deal, and I'm going to take it, and he's going to, Choppa's going to be my manager, not you. D'Elia, like you said, is, is conspicuous by his silence standing there 
observing, however, not no, not saying anything. Okay. At this point, however, the movie to me went to the absolute level ten. I can only compare it to Avengers when Thor and Rocket Raccoon get together. When Dieli and Tariq team up, it was like fucking. It was Hogan joining the NWO. It went absolutely over the top. By the way, I don't mean to break the fourth wall here, but I love how we're excitedly breaking down XOXO like it's fucking Inception. Like, all right, so did you not get that part? No, he was there. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, that was lost on me. That was. Let's be sure. This is an hour thirty-two minute movie <laughs> about nothing. About yeah, <laughs> mostly hot chicks in spandex. We is are the whole. so excited. Like, no, I didn't even catch that. Fuck, yeah, dude. no, for sure. This podcast is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> yes, this is where. Anyway, yeah. back to Avila. So he's gonna totally manipulate Ethan, and somehow yeah. Delia knows better. But well, it happened to him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it, <laughs> find that spoiler out. Sorry, alert. Yeah. <laughs> Very excited about this next chain of events of the movie. Yeah. Because uh, but then, so then Tariq so he storms up. So then I guess Tariq and Delia then team up to I guess stop Ethan from making the worst the mistake of his life. Delia signed this crazy uh, deal. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And then at that point is when you start concluding. I forget the conversation that Ethan or that uh, Delia and Tariq have. But then you get the sense he uh, that oh you know what Delia maybe is a bigger raver than you and then he goes you know what I think I can make a call to help something correct spoiler alert rave angel number rave two angel shows up Ethan's gonna make the deal with uh, DJ Tiesto or whatever and yes. Chopper he doesn't who shows up Rave Angel. Rave Same Angel. Same Uncle Jesse. Now, at this point, this is where I brought up before that he was a handsome Asian guy <laughs> in the cooler. Because at this point is when I had the oh shit moment where the light bulb went on. Because Delia earlier when he referred to Avila as a skinny-armed kid right. and the guy that ran the festival as a chubby... He goes, and I remember when What's-His-Face uh, was a chubby Asian kid handing out flyers. So then you realize... So then the creep from I the cooler the comes Asian back. Never you see? It's Inception. <laughs> How deep is this fucking movie? <laughs> I literally just had an O moment. Dude. That's the O shit moment. Yeah, for, for sure. <laughs> No, so it's because then he was also the creep from the cooler that I was a little bit weary of, and now he's like being kind of like an ominous creep towards Ethan. But I go, holy shit! This is right the now. dude Dieli. He's the chubby Asian. He's the guy that ran XOXO. Like, oh, what the fuck? I wish you guys. Could. I am genuinely yeah. stunned right no, now. Seriously. Like, no, the chubby Asian thing, dude. I didn't catch up. Do we want to smoke a cigarette? We need to pause. <laughs> take a. Yeah, we're taking a big, quick break. These are the Hanfire sponsors. That's why the that's why the handsome Asian Dang. guy was okay, a, was a sure. point of emphasis before because wow. you wow. realize that Delia was in fact an OG and then perhaps you might say Avila the of his was day. One, yes exactly <laughs> exactly and perhaps Av uh, Avila was one of the guys that scammed Delia that's why he's so grumpy Correct. and against the scene it's like fucking uh, was it major there was another movie where somebody got all embittered was it Cool Run it was a cool runnings where John Candy fucking like got like banned from uh, from bobsledding and then turned his back on the sport he loved <laughs> until the Olympics. So <laughs> God, I love this fucking movie. <laughs> I can't wait to Rudy's oh, dad yeah. this fucking movie. <laughs> but, no, yeah, that's huge, dude. I guess. 
<laughs> so Rave Angel number two. But we get there. Yeah. So Rave Angel. So then two, he kind of gives and he gives tough love to Ethan, who Ethan is complaining about his set, and he goes, Oh well then why don't you just quit? Yeah. And then then comes one of the what should have been corny, although I literally gave it like a fuck yeah fist pump <laughs> when when uh when fucking the handsome Asian guy tells him what you need to do, you need to go out there and, and dance. dance. <laughs> and as somebody that's never danced at, at my fucking like, best you know friend's what? wedding, I, I have I didn't dance. I was like, fuck yeah, you need to dance. I didn't dance. <laughs> do it for me. For sure. Do it for all of us. So Ethan but goes dude, out there to experience right. the best. He does go out there and dance. And it's such horror shit, dude. And then oh, it brings me to what you were saying as well. Are we at the right villain stage yet? Because he does does he see Delia? In the background of this afterward, or the DJ, the bad DJ, who's Chopper's boy? Uh, Avila. Avila. Does he see Avila at the afterwards, and he's like, don't worry, bro. We'll set you up. Sign with us, because you know what I see? And he's, like, pointing at all the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, dude, he sees them as money, right? He goes, like, on, the let's $10 he goes, at a time. $10, $10, yeah, yeah, yeah. $10. Ten dollars for ten dollars, sure. dude. Like, what are you talking <laughs> about? Like, are you homeless? But, yeah. Anyone got a quarter I can spend? Ten dollars. Firefest was like uh, fifteen hundred a ticket. Yeah, at least right. drop a twenty spotter. <laughs> I know. Ten dollars. No. Ten dollars. That was at this I was point, like, dude. If you count everybody here, yeah. you made like a grand. What are no. you talking and about? And at this $10. point, Avila has gone full heel and has left any like he's very much established that he's not into it for the musical uh, for the musical integrity. He's in it for the money. He's in it for and looks at it like he's controlling the audience $10. members. He goes like, "I control these sheep." And then at one point, him and Chapa are like very obviously trying. Or I guess right before uh, Ethan has to rush off to his festival, uh, his set, they're like, "Yeah, why don't you just give that us uh, that USB drive right now? We'll transfer that over and get this going." Right. Like they're obviously trying to bully yeah. him out. So they've already established that he's like well, also oh, full on heel. Chopper goes, "Do you like Asian girls? Take your shirt off and suck his dick." <laughs> yeah. Whoa! Here comes that TVMA. Just you gotcha. TVMA. <laughs> Yeah. So they've done at this point they've went from like subtly establishing that Avila's a douche to just him being the straight yeah. bad guy of the movie, which he really bubbles off to. But in also the end. at this point, Haley's now out there. She's yes. away from Jordan. So, like, real quick though, just to just to get Sorry, into yeah. what you were saying, uh, which you brought up about Haley, because now Haley and Jordan are both Haley left Jordan rather and is now wandering the festival he was by too himself. Handsy. Jordan was too Jordan's handsy, too handsy too despite handsy. fucking being at Molly Fest fucking twenty nineteen. Despite Haley's text saying like <laughs> When you see yeah. me, don't you take see your me, hands I'm sucking off your me. dick in that yeah. second Don't jungle. take your hands off me. I'm <laughs> yeah. so into that. I'm doing it. Uh, how's your but sister? So now she's wandering around <laughs> the the, uh, the the festival, and Ethan is now wandering around the festival. And to bring up your point about how Haley didn't just quite get this festival, Ethan was another one that from the moment when he met fucking hippie kid on for like the like number one DJ sensation in the world, he's not dancing. He's walking around looking at the festival all wide eyed, like he'd never been to a fucking rave in his life. Like they're establishing the fact in my book that he's like, like very of much touch, of like an, right. like fish out of water. Like wow, this is amazing! Well, like, and as two people, that so both, he's not like a rave festy kid. As two people that have both been to a lot of festivals, and at this point too, these two fucking idiots, Haley and Ethan, are like deciding it's their turn to dance and just really embrace the festival. It's not yes. what they've come here for. Neither of them are like they don't really. Be, neither of them are like at a set to like watch. Like, oh, I love this. Yeah, 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 they're yeah. both like doing for like sure. they <laughs> walk between the corn dog sure. stage, <laughs> like exactly. the shakedown alley. They've got they're, like, no the idea just, like, what's going on. Yeah, sidewalk. Exactly. There's like nine sure. stages around <laughs> yeah, you. You're not sure. at any of them. Dead mouse is on uh, the fucking <laughs> no. the rooftops. Mm. 
smells yeah. like hot dogs for me. Exactly. Spin move. So they're very, and then they have their second star-crossed encounter. Their second they meet literally, cute. Yeah, their second meet cute. Where they literally well, before like, that, bump think, backs and go, whoa, you were whoa, the one no, from before. I think before that, dude, the reason I say the hippie kid is the uh, rave angel. Oh, that's true. After Jordan tries that's like finger raper, yes. she sees the kid from the bus. And, like, he just reads her mind. He was just like, oh, you're talking about Ethan? Like, her bracelet breaks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. he's yeah. like, yo, I found your bracelet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he was just fucking you spiritual find the one you love. I'm taking a lot of 100%. Molly, but are you talking about the shaggy-haired, brown-haired kid? <laughs> yeah. I've also been watching the movie. His name's Ethan. He's the DJ. You guys you're already fell in love. Don't it was, like, so ridiculous. It like, was. What, yeah. like, if he's it was, not an Everybody angel, else gave very, like, wise, sound advice. He just was clairvoyant and knew what the fuck broke the fourth wall entirely. He was just like, Breaking the fourth wall. He was just like, don't worry, you're going to find yourself. But he touched in to everything that she had been saying all Mm -hmm. movie when he said, don't worry, you're going to find your soulmate, which is what she came for. Oscar. So then, ask about their family, give them kisses. (laughs) And at this point, like I had mentioned earlier, I had kind of predicted the whole time that the movie was going to end when the the, the countdown clock uh, struck midnight. So now all of that, so now we're like past all of that and you don't know how it's going to end. So now you think it's going to end. She's finally going to meet this, Ethan dude. at the festival, and it's going to be the happy ending. So they meet. They kind of chat. You feel they're like they're, she's literally glowing. You feel they're going to kiss. Then from out of nowhere, the friends have, friend. yeah, that have been gone for like an, like an entire hour. They've been doing yeah. blow with Chopper. Yeah. All of a sudden, they're back. Yank her out and of nowhere. I think it would have been funnier if they would have like came up there and been like, help us. Chopper's trying to rape <laughs> all of us. I thought that we got to get out of here. Honestly, because <laughs> the, the tone that they had said about Chopper when they saw her, I thought they were going to be like, that guy Chopper and Avila tried to rape us. Yeah. We need somebody cool. Here's this guy from the bus. Oh, perfect. Like, I thought that's... Because at this point, I'm figuring it's going to end any... Mo- yeah. I've loved this movie. I'm starting to get bored. I, I, even t- I even texted Devin throughout the movie. And right about now, I was just like, loved the movie. Starting to get bored. Starting to get bored. These two dopes are still in the fucking tunnel. I'm starting oh, to get yes. bored. Yes! I guess to go back yeah. to that point. For the dude. useless couple, they're still in the tunnel. We'll fucking get to them later. That's it. No, we will get to them later. We they're just they're still in the yeah, tunnel. They're in the tunnel. But so uh, that's it. They're so the Haley six- and Ethan are about to have the oh the like the happy ending moment. Yeah, DQ kids. Then the friends drag her back to the VIP tent to meet Chapa and Avila and the chubby Asian guy that turned into handsome mm. Rave Angel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he did. Yeah, and uh, so then you think the movie's gonna end. So then at this point. I guess does well. No, I think Ethan then has Ethan like, goes back. I think to the uh, hippie sign- rave angel shows up and is like his thought bubble, and he was like, "Be yourself, bro. Go to festivals by yourself." And he was like, "You know what? I'm going to." Uh, Tell them no way, Jose. Yes. On his own reconnaissance. Like, for no reason. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I would have walked back there and been like, all right, check out Which the festival. Let they didn't me really sign st- this deal. Or at least, like, let me get to you back. And I'll get back to you next week. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll have my people be in touch on Monday. I'm making a life <laughs> yes. deciplining decision right for now. Because sure. I met Haley from Modern but Family. No, no. And I but it is a uh, suspense of disbelief moment. But so at they, this point, he I goes guess, back, yeah. tells uh, Avila and Chopper Fucking that no he doesn't way. respect their musical integrity. He's in it for the love. Even though I've never been to a festival, ten dollars for the love of music. He goes, you know why I love this? Because I love it. And I was like, yeah, dude, really? You didn't look like you were loving it when you didn't dance at any of the fucking yeah. stages that you. And were you at. don't understand the concept of this lifestyle whatsoever, <laughs> know, dude. Seriously. Like, 
you made one good song. You've turned you down Acid band. and fucking has been yeah. danced. Like, I'm not buying that you're fucking in love with the music. He's literally, uh, what is? what did Ethan do next? Oh, he uh, made this soundtrack for a podcast where they talk about geek shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was the origin, the Andre Davi yeah, origin dude. story. <laughs> and I can confirm that Andre Davi one time took Acid at a festival and wound up taking the boat back after an hour. So, <laughs> butt naked, wrapped in an Irish. Flag. He had, Andre had his Tyreek moment. I can 100% tell Wrapped you in an Irish flag. But <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> That's a true story. Who baby. baby himself. But I guess it to be a long so time to get that one. So, uh, Who he, is Andre? <laughs> know, right? He's another rave angel. <laughs> Listen to episode 10. Still taking those episode 10 emails, y'all. He's but, our rave angel. Yeah, he's <laughs> our rave angel. It wasn't angel. for him. Uh, but, but, yeah. Ethan's telling so then the Ethan group goes, off. tells uh, tells Choppa and Avila, gives him the the big no thanks. Choppa with the hard R. I don't know. <laughs> and then, yeah, and that's true. And then at the at, uh, then at which point Tariq comes tearing ass into the screen in like a very hilarious comic relief moment, where despite having already t- uh, given him the bad news, Ethan comes. Tariq is like, Ethan, no, don't do yeah. it. And like, you would wonder like how Tariq got backstage or whatever. Okay, that's true. At this point. Dude, there's no security. The Elliot made calls. Fire. No, that's after with the shit couple. Oh, that's, that's the true. big shit that's couple. couple they, they, yeah. yeah, yeah. Dude, they just got back there because there is no, 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 no. Actually, security. that's not true. He made a call to get back there, and then he punches him in the face, gets thrown out, thrown out. Okay, and then the right. shit couple lets him back in. So he, anyway. I'll so, say that too. When all right, so yeah, Ethan's yelling at. Uh, yeah, let's TSO. just finish up this one scene. Fucking, yeah. Uh, Delia comes back in. They start so Delia and, uh, and Tariq, and again, Delia's the quiet partner here, not yeah. saying a word. Tariq is like, you know, you should do what you want, but don't trust but these don't guys. <laughs> and he's like, dude, I've already said no. And then Delia just punches a, a few Punch in the face, face for no reason. Dude, <laughs> and when I was watching that too, because I wasn't, at this point, I watched it a little differently. I wasn't as on board with these characters. I go, throw that fucking guy out of here. Because yeah. he's actually somehow didn't like Delia. Asian Rave Angel goes, hey, throw him out of here. And I was like, <laughs> Fucking tell you what you want about Rave Angel. He didn't just punch the star of the show. He's I mean, still like, a businessman, dude. He I know, knows how to run a festival. Dude. I mean, yeah, you, can, you can't assault the biggest star <laughs> yeah. in the world. So then he, uh, so then is kind of really where I had my again, where I had my Delia oh shit moment, where I was like, where it was kind of very much, and also when uh, uh, Avila sees Delia, goes, "What the fuck's he doing here?" Yeah. So then it's like really confirmed. Well, he tells that he's uh, getting he his like long time like, revenge. He's gonna take your buddy's music and then use it against him. Wink. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think he literally said like I would know. I was the Travis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then he punches uh, like I said, I guess uh, Avila probably says something snarky. He tells him we're the king of the jungle. We own you. We own all these sheep. And it's just like being generally dismissive towards the rave community. Delia doesn't stand for it. Punches him in the face. Get him out of here. Yeah, gets thrown out. Get him out of here. Avila uh, cowers to his dressing room to get like an ice pack put on well, his Well, he's jaw. the classic like movie like, oh, the guy hit me. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Oh. He has a meltdown. Because they even tell him, they're like, hey, dude, Chopper like, is pulling a very accurate minutes. like, bring that shit to me, man, which is a good. Yeah. Delia didn't punch Chopper. Great Chopper yeah. line, by the way. He's yeah. like, try that, try that shit, shit to me. With me. And yeah. <laughs> but then, so at this point <laughs> is really when the climax, the ultimate climax, happened. Right. And Tariq goes from uh, favorite character to godlike figure, godlike figure as his spiritual there's been rave angels everywhere. <laughs> yeah, there's been rave angels before. But God However. 
Yes. So at this point, you've uh, he is in. Uh, Avila is in the dressing room with Chopper huffing and puffing about, and uh, Chopper's going, "Well, you got to go on." Avila says, "Make him wait." Yeah. At what point? Tariq, what does Tariq do? Yeah. The classic Scooby Doo cartoon. He pushes a dresser in front <laughs> of their good. door, dude. Yes. He starts Avila. Yeah. There's this huge like hallway entrance to the stage that again uh, no security, with no security, no security. That Tariq then no starts security stacking whatsoever. sound boxes like one at a time, like a Tetris game, <laughs> yeah. like, the most un. Fucking, uh, you know, accurate like like a uh, barricade that you could ever build, but unveils the grand plan that uh, Ethan is now gonna hijack Avila's main stage DJ set mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at and his giant festival. Delia, number one DJ in the world. Ethan, you already bombed a set, yeah. is going to hijack his thing. Meanwhile, B-plot, uh, the couple comes out of the sewer. They smell yes. like shit. Uh, Chris Delia comes back inside the festival, makes re-friends with the uh, That's Asian, true. No, the, Well, a little bit Asian of foreshadowing. The security guard gets a walkie message that goes, you, you're allowed back in, which is like, why is he allowed back in? He yeah, just yeah, punched true, the biggest true, star true, in the true. face. And then he goes, well, can I bring my two friends who just shit animals? Yeah. Because, and I guess their whole thing was they've been trying forever to get to this festival. Things keep on going wrong even upon sneaking in covered in shit the security guard throws him out for not having a ticket it's not gonna work out for them they're not gonna get to see the fest Delia fucking sneaks him in after being let in after assaulting the star of the show but here's the big thing Haley is now with her friends she's in the front row for the big show Ethan's getting to go out on but stage. But Ethan is a little bit reticent. Ethan yeah. is nervous. The only tracks they have are the tracks that he deemed he to be not ready. Or and he does not have the courage. After bombing, he does. He needs an inspirational speech. Correct. From the likes of Tyreek, who delivers the best speech since William Wallace Correct. in Braveheart before yelling freedom. We where he tells him, yeah. I've been on an spiritual experience. I've swimmed in the bloodstream of an enormous supernatural toilet. Mm-hmm. Yes, your tracks are ready. Yes, you are ready. Please do this journey justice. God and there was damn. not <laughs> and there was not a dry yeah. eye in the Whalen household. I got a <laughs> goosebumps. Because I literally choked up. Yeah, no, I rewound it four times and At wrote this it point, down. Liam was dancing and crying around his living room. I never danced. I it's never in my notes. I laughed. I cried. I raved. I spewed. <laughs> yes. I raved. All right. <laughs> But no, so he unveils the plan. He fucking fills uh, Ethan up with psychedelic spiritual enlightenment, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. gives him the courage and motivation he what needs happens? to conquer the DJ set. Ethan goes walking out on stage. The crowd is ready for Delia. <laughs> what happens? Yeah. Bradley Cooper sitting right there. <laughs> he goes walking up. Bradley Cooper goes, Tell me Tell something, me something girl. Girl. He turns into Lady Gaga. <laughs> they call it this. Yeah. Dude, I literally, I was like, dude, is this. Stars born. <laughs> he goes walking out there and just like much. Well, if you like don't want to do it. I'm gonna have to do it myself. The gay friend is like, go out there. You only get one shot. Like, he dude, was literally on side stage. Like, dude, it was so. No, I for expect, sure. I started singing that song when he walks out on stage. He's like, tell me something. <laughs> but and to I, your point, I will say the crowd time, is going wild. The crowd's going. Unexpectedly, and the crowd be, doesn't know that Avila's a, de- a douche. Well, they all they still love the know. fucking guy. Doesn't this too? Because I was like, dude, he can just walk out there and just, like act like he's Avila. Maybe he'll never get famous, but he can still like lay down his tracks. But he goes out there and he's like, Nah, I'm Avila. <gasps> Avila's locked backstage. I, I'm, I'm Ethan Shaw. I'm Ethan. <laughs> 
bam, 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 bam. And the crowd goes bonkers. That was wild. Bonkers. And the dude, like, what is that? The kid that bombed. I'm going to keep making this joke. <laughs> the kid that bombed. Yeah. In the warehouse tunnel. stage, dude. Okay, we're wrapping it up. So, the couple is backstage. They're dancing covered in poop. Daily no, 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 they're not backstage. They actually have made it. To, to the, the stage to oh. watch Ethan, Correct. and they're sitting there going, "Holy shit, that's the kid from the bus He's that we came to song. see!" Like their moment came full circle. He's playing Haley the and the girls. Now are again, watching that was Ethan. the song that Haley like loved her boyfriend for. Like that was the song that was clicked. But really, was it maybe the song that Ethan inadvertently made for her? Ooh, you know what I mean? Because the movie ends. We're getting to the end now. Everyone is pretty yeah, Don't worry, folks. We're getting to the end. Pretty much of a, uh, <laughs> a happy ending here. Yeah, and you knew it was going to be. Tariq's dancing the on the time, stage. It was a couple like, was made to the festival. They've made up in the sewer. Oh, yeah. There's a whole thing where like they're going to decide to do a long distance yeah, relationship. Yeah, 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 yeah. It doesn't matter. Here's the last weird thing about this movie is that uh, he gets done doing the song. His set crowd goes nuts except his set's still going on where he goes out to the crowd and starts doing high fives his music's still playing it's oh, not like yeah. there's another dj yeah. i think he looks to his left i think that was Haley, like uh, and yeah. Haley's like there's like, how'd she get over the security <laughs> yeah, line yeah. oh yeah there's oh yeah no there's no security, security here. whatsoever yeah but who's playing now i guess that was one of the big things of this thing too if they ever showed like every time they showed like a stage and like people dancing there was yeah, never a dj sure. there was what never on at these festivals there was never the a dj what are you on kids stage, dancing dude? to yeah. without any Light show Literally, or fucking psychedelic it's just like a visuals. Giant iPad, an <laughs> iPod. Like, These like, kids really do love dancing. I'll give them that. It's like fucking Futurama. It's like listen to iPod music. <laughs> yeah, Literally, no, they sure. finally have their kids. But that is the happy moment. And like I've mentioned a lot in this movie, and then it goes very much. But very early in this movie, it took on the fun, the very fun, cheery teenage hijinks movie, and very early. In this movie, it was like, how is this going to come full circle and be the perfect yeah. happy ending for everybody? The plot of this movie and that is ultimately yeah. what happened. Haley and Ethan had their dream kiss yeah, like for no after having either. their first. Like, yeah, no, at seriously. no point was I ever rooting for them to get yeah, together. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I was it was just kind, kind of, of fate. You know, it was, but that was was like described as fate. And then also in this mix, like Devin said about how, how the entire fan base turned their back on Avila, you then also <laughs> yeah. found out that for particularly no reason. In particular, the uh, the Asian guy like locked Avila into his dressing room, sure. so he couldn't get out. Like so, to make sure that Ethan could headline this fucking bad Which boy, proves he so, really was a rave angel. Like, <laughs> Absolutely, him and the hippie guy. And that was really like coming full circle. Where like like I mentioned, it kind of shifted from at first the antagonist was like natural element, then the antagonist became very obviously Avila's the douche. It literally ended with him being locked in the fucking uh, dressing room as like music love peace respect and harmony or whatever the uh, fucking har- plur, <laughs> yeah. what, what, plur. Yeah. what are the elements of like pr- plur- uh, peace love unity and respect I thought the R was going to be rave I was like peace, <laughs> peace love yes. peace charity, love unity rave? and rave, rave. live no. on There's and respect. the spirituality and vibes overcome Chapa and uh, Avila yeah. and again the only people 
that like tried to run a business are the bad guys. You <laughs> know. know what I mean? Like, even though like his uptake could be a little better than ten dollars, ten dollars. Yeah, sure. like, he's making a fucking business out of it. He's obviously talented enough to <laughs> fucking know. like and the fans headline them, a you know? show. Like fuck you. I imagine every famous person. And honestly, like as well, I guess not to get too uh, inside industry, but I was even thinking a little bit about about that in the DJ world. Just exposure of working with a mass DJ like that mm. would be worth giving some of your beats. It would be in essence Kanye giving beats to Jay-Z to get himself on the map in hip-hop. Like, that's how these fucking people yeah, start. So that's works. probably, exactly. like, you're not really making, like, Avila. You're making Avila out to look like... I also wondered if Avila is, like, in the inside world very much based on a DJ, like Dead Mouse. You know, that always I would say like, uh, Paul Oakenfold. Yeah, exactly. Because that's like, the only name I know. <laughs> Paul Oakenfold. Yeah. Was Moby known for doing <laughs> yeah. this kind of shit? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so... Exactly, but that's pretty bro. much it. Like, no, but anyway. So then that's pretty much the uh, happy ending that we all knew was coming. I thought it was going to come uh, with Haley meeting Jordan and Ethan crushing his uh, factory stage set. They threw you a curveball and they <laughs> give you Ethan meeting up with Haley while crushing the main stage. I love how you had a thought. Well, I think I know how to do I love how we're talking about this fucking movie. <laughs> like, oh, well. It all starts with And twists and turns. I thought it was a. Uh... Oh, Rave Angels, man. They, uh, you never know where they're going to lead you. I guess um, I would say um, before you guys, because that is pretty much the movie. Yeah, that and before is you guys send movie. us your uh, comments and questions about this to us at uh, thegeekedupodcast at gmail dot com. Uh, we have our own little uh, kitschy comments and questions to ask <laughs> each kitschy other. Questions, more kitschy questions, like kitschy, kitschy. <laughs> so I guess, of course, um, at the end of these, uh, towards the end of these uh, episodes, me and Liam have a couple questions we ask each other. Um, I'll start mine off first with a, uh, it's an easy one. Liam, would you see this movie in the theaters? Does this movie deserve a theatrical release? And if so, would Does you this deserve see it a... in the theaters? That's the classic Liam kitschy question. Yeah. Because, because uh, as you know, I'm more of a uh, theater experience guy. I usually much prefer, uh... Going to the theater and seeing it as opposed seeing to the watching the seeing it on the big screen as opposed to watching it at home. This movie, however, I say, would be the perfect stay at home <laughs> kind of movie. Yeah. All right, I guess it would be perhaps a little bit enhanced with the sp- with the music, maybe with the uh, big speakers. You want to hear it. that? You were <laughs> also there for uh, <laughs> yeah. Ethan's big if you YouTube want a fist song. Pump, I get, yeah, but other than that, there's really nothing at all that would be enhanced. By the big screen, the bigger than life nature of movie, I would imagine this being, especially if I was a seventeen-year-old kid, I'll give it because it is mm-hmm. a, it is for you know seventeen-year-olds. I would imagine this more the having it on in the background, you know, while yeah. you're hanging out with your friends, laughing at the Tariq scenes oh, every time there's like a new hot chick in the festival to look at. You know what I mean? Like just a uh, not just like a, a repeat movie watching because it's light and fun, correct? And just the kind. Of you know, a I movie like you, you said, watch at it's home, definitely like a background kind of yeah. like we got a party going exactly. on. Throw it so it's for all, sure. Oh, is it that scene with Tariq? <laughs> it's all taking me all the yeah, round. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> now let's go disperse and watch. Yeah, let's go do what we're doing. And again, I don't know if YouTube has one of, but they should make one of those like Game of Thrones ketchup kind of things where they just edit together all the Tariq scenes. Tariq scenes are so good, dude. The melting clock again. <laughs> 
Yeah. yeah. Tariq was... Just uh, the falling down when someone knocks him over and he falls down and then stands back up and he's in the business meeting. <laughs> and they're like, well, we're out of the business. Yeah, what happened with that business <laughs> meeting? Yeah. Did that really take place <laughs> yeah. when the guy started... Da- ah, whatever. Was he really going to take it out in the medical tent? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> but, uh, so that's my kitschy... That's, that's the kitschy question Devin asks me. Mm-hmm. The kitschy question that I ask Devin... Because Devin is one of these conglomerated universe, all sorts of uh, spin-offs and sequels, and keep them coming. I like a somatic universe. You get a franchise, yeah. and then you expound Correct. on such. So, would uh, the man loves a good sequel. Let's face the facts. So, Devin Barnes, DB, I ask to you, what would the uh, XOXO sequel be if the studios were to make it? And would you like to see a XOXO sequel for your uh, for your DVD collection? I like what you're saying here. <laughs> First of all, I think this movie definitely warrants a sequel. <laughs> all right, it would Hard be yes called either one because I have two sequels for this movie, or at least one spinoff. One okay, sequel. we're going one spinoff, one sequel. So it's already a trilogy. We're yeah. already going. We're going hard. <laughs> we're going full Star Wars. Yeah, like, like, that's what I'm. <laughs> the sequel would be called XOXO Squared, which I'm pretty sure is an Ooh, X, right? Little two like, or I think XOXO... the squared's a little two on top. Oh, then never mind. Scratch that. <laughs> Where are Times, the X's? You mean multiplied by yeah. something like that? But it would be XOXO. The story... XOXOX. XOXOX. <laughs> the 10th one in this movie. Um, yeah. It would be a straight up uh, a Villo sequel. It would be Ooh, about his like fall from grace sequel. after this movie, right? And now it would be like... Who with Tariq at? out there and D'Elia, you're going to Villo? Well, Villo. Okay. Because, like, again, we've been talking about it. He was the guy everyone came here to see. See, that's true. You know true. what I mean? He fucking... There's a reason that he's the shitty DJ that was, like, <laughs> yeah. conning these kids. He's got dude, a much better catalog whales, than dude. stupid Ethan Shaw, anyway. It's going to start... The opening credits is going to start with, like, him, like, suing the XOXO festival <laughs> for uh, letting this go down. <laughs> for he's for gonna, assaulting like, him and locking him in the fucking locker people room? People are going to boom, but it's going to be like, a good old comeback story okay. of... Um, Where he know, learned his wrongs. Okay. I see. Actually, I don't really want That's to learn his g- wrongs. <laughs> I like a good villain, bad guy story. Like a, kind of like, okay. like a curb your enthusiasm. I'm like, what? I'm the best. So, so you're not going like uh, one of those 80s movies where the sequel, the bad guy is now one of like the For buddies. Sure. Of the- For sure. I also, though, have a spinoff movie. And again... Going back to our boy Tariq. (laughs) But it's going to just be showing his perspective from the movie and all the questions we do have. Like, the things he did do on the medical tent. Like, (laughs) it'll clear up any Tariq... Questions you had about the movie. Well, we could definitely. And it see turns a out spin-off. they're all true. He definitely went to the medical tent, jumped off. They're going to escort turns him out, out of died, the festival. The he got off because he got a phone call for the man- meeting. Then he showed up at the meeting. Then fell. Like I- <laughs> Tariq is the man. Yeah, for sure. A Tariq D'Elia sequel where they take over the managerial ranks of uh, of of Ethan would yeah. be a good one. Where it's kind of like an entourage where Tariq is E. D'Elia is obviously drama. drama. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he's obviously drama. And then who's Turtle? Can we just get one of those hot chicks? Can we get hot acid girl to be yeah, Turtle? Tur- I want the uh, little crying Asian people. girl with the pixie wings from the beginning <laughs> <laughs> to be uh, Turtle. <laughs> yes. Yes. But or, all right, right. so yeah. sequels about yeah I'm definitely I'm thinking cinematic universe for this be, one. I mean this is one of those things where like the sequel can't be worse than the first one. You know what I mean? <laughs> the sequel's That's always true. worse. Is yeah. it? <laughs> is it? Um. So I guess this would go into now our. Uh, Official reviews of the movie. Yes, our big um, official review. I think the last couple episodes, Liam's done the first uh, 
Official review. Of course, he has his uh, sounds and clips. <laughs> I'm going to give you mine, which is always a uh, a rhyme of Netflix and chill. Yes. And I'm going to give you, my, you the Netflix and scale. I'm going to give you my official review. And I guess it's going to kind of come out of left field just because Liam's really sold me on this movie, talking about it and having fun with you guys. But to be honest with you, my review is Netflix and nil. I fucking hated Ooh. this. I hated this fucking Ooh. movie. Eesh. I didn't Eesh. like any of the characters. Yes. It's very ironic how I've turned Devin's enthusiasm yeah. during this episode because yeah. when we talked in our pre-show meeting, Devin, not a fan. Not a fan. Especially, shockingly enough, of Delia. So let's talk about it because I've been really interested to talk about this I ever since. Delia what was... exactly about the movie did you not like? It was just very I cliched the idea and of I thought like, every character was so annoying and out Tariq, of touch. Um, uh, aside, Tariq aside, Besides Tariq. Besides Tariq. <laughs> right. Obviously Tariq. He did like, literally Tariq write in his like, notes Tariq yeah. was the hero. Tariq is the hero. Yeah. The unsung hero, I would say, because all these other characters were supposed to be like such major characters. They were all just so fucking annoying and whiny. Yeah. Like they you were. What? I was supposed to take, as a viewer, the sewer scene seriously. <laughs> I get we didn't talk about the couple a lot because they were fucking the worst. Yeah. But they finally sat down and talked about their relationship. She's like, are we breaking up? And he goes, no. <laughs> and they cry and hug and there was no rats. I thought this movie was garbage. I thought uh, Haley from Modern Family was more or less playing a retarded girl. <laughs> like just had, was so out of touch. I think the term Every is character was so Yeah, or <laughs> autistic. Every character was so out of touch and just had no idea yeah. what was going on. I will on. be honest, they were, uh, Tariq aside, a pretty unlikable cast because Delia, who yeah. I loved, was like, I loved him because he was supposed to be unlikable. Yeah, but he was like such a douche to the character. But that was like what like, he was. Dude, he was you're supposed going to, to a race. I liked it Why because are you he was, here? Because he was like the hilarious grumpy guy. You know what I mean? Like I bought into that character trait and his flannel one. Like like yeah. I mentioned, the flannel won me. I saw I myself. I saw a lot of yourself. Yeah, I, I saw, saw myself walking there. around like disgusted with these EMD fags. Like, but no, if he, I uh, but, if but I, other than that though, you're right because uh, like we mentioned, uh, Ethan Shaw. I felt the start thing was not like a cool ravey kid that you liked was a nerd that like Correct. made a he cool song sucked, and it was whiny. The, all of the like... chicks including Haley, who like did not I've met lots of spiritual festy girls that yeah, are great man. she was not one no. of them her like spiritual friends were all whores that were just like big timing for uh, it just for Abil, so they weren't likable the, like you said the couple were more arguey and yeah. like then comedy relief just every character they were... was just very annoying yes and like the it's, movie it's it was true. like shyly done like I said like it wasn't even a good like festival movie like because there was nobody ever on stage yeah you know what I mean like there was, was really at one no, point Delia yeah. goes like Skrillex is over there alright like is he like I have <laughs> I yet to see anybody you're on right stage. you could tell like, that the people that made the movie really just filmed on location of a festival as opposed to having any idea yeah. of festival and I feel experience. like they had like kind gorilla like waiter experience where they obviously never worked as a waiter correct, when, the, when the waiters taken out the trash in the middle of a yeah. ship like that's not how it works same thing with the festival scene you're right like yeah, they did yeah. never at one point like go to a, a see a show or anything like I that I didn't so. like the movie I liked it for the sake of uh Seeing this movie for the podcast, there was enough to like have fun with it about. But like, and would I tell make, somebody like, "Oh, it's your... so bad, you have to watch it," or "It's so good, you should watch it"? <laughs> it's just like, nah, don't watch this fucking movie. Yeah. It's, reti- it's so fucking interesting, stupid, dude. I didn't like it. Interesting. It's a Netflix and nil. Netflix for me. and nil. don't waste your time. See, ironically, if you've heard this podcast, okay, I guess if you heard this podcast, that's all you really need to know <laughs> that's about. That's true. It. Like, I will say, if that, you've never if seen you've already the movie, listened to it, and you the don't spoilers, need to go see it. they don't matter if you never seen it. 
going to make one of those Tariq things, and you can watch yeah, that. Correct, that's really all you need There's, to there's no reason to see. Yeah, we'll cut you so, off in Tariq's Before I no give you mine, I will just comment on Devin's. Ironically, I feel it would have been a good Netflix and pill. Oh. However, you did that for Roma, because so, you needed a Xanax afterwards. However, I this did. would have been a good Netflix and pill, just thematically. Damn it. However, so I maybe guess I was the deli you uh, You were the of deli the group. of this podcast. Like, yeah. <laughs> I've seen that. I saw a movie I've... 10 years ago called Card Handler Debate. Yeah. That it was, was called a good Groove, movie. dude. It was called Groove. We've talked about this on the show before, and it was a fucking rave movie. Oh, you mentioned, yeah, dude, yeah, Groove last Groove time. is amazing. Yeah, yeah. His name, I remember watching that movie See, 20 Kevin years ago. He's been to the fests. He's seen the movies. He expected. As somebody that did not grow up raving and missed go, sure. it was a different you perspective. You went from <laughs> rap to punk to rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got, got it. it. But um, for me, I give it, of course, my four-point uh, scale, where if I liked it, I give it the hearty Stone Cold Steve Austin. Hell yeah! If I didn't like it, I give it the David Allen Greer, Damon Wayne's Men on Films. Hey, man. I was to point out, this is basically what the show is. <laughs> I always like to point out, basically just a copy of uh, Men on Films. Uh, however, if I really, really liked it, I gave it the Rudy's Dad. This is the most beautiful sight these eyes have ever seen. Puts a tear but, in my eye every time. <laughs> however, if I really, really hated it, I give it the Nick Cage from Mandy. I'm getting involved in this one. Ah! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> So that is my four-point scale. I'm going to be honest. I fear a Rudy's dad right now. <laughs> I see the look in your eyes. I've already teased a potential Rudy's dad. <laughs> yeah. And everybody is waiting for the big review. However... I'm going to give it a very, very hearty Stone Cold Steve Austin. Ah, damn it. <laughs> hell yeah! So, I've got to be honest, Jesus I've got to give it a Stone Cold Jesus Steve Austin, Christ. hell yeah. Which, I'd like to point out, is the exact same rating I gave Roma. Which, I would point out... <laughs> yeah, that's a great point. <laughs> which, I'd like to point out, I think, that in their own genre, this movie, every bit as good as Roma. <laughs> Where Roma Hall <laughs> Toity indies art film and a great indies art film. I loved Roma. However, ex- if you're looking teen hijinks, festy film, this might be the last episode of this podcast. <laughs> it does not get any better than XOXO. I will point out, however, I think we should give you one. Does Roma <laughs> get maybe a Rudy's dad looking back? <laughs> looking in back. hindsight, no. Rudy, <laughs> a quick Roma no. gets a quick no because it's honestly I look at it very similar to I look at this of course. Roma way better than XOXO on every level. However, no, 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 at, no. We rate these things on more genre specific, though. However, you know, and if you're looking for again, I put myself in the mind of a 16 year old, and I'm looking at it as a fun teenage hijinks movie. And I got to be honest, through my time watching it, I, I was, thoroughly uh, enjoyed it. I thought Tariq and Delia were straight up hilarious characters. I felt that like all of the other cliched, over the top. 
bestie characters were good enough to keep you thing. interested for like the hour and a half that the movie was. And like I said, it was a quick hour and a half. You're in, you're out. You rave, you fist pump, <laughs> you cry, Rippy. you laugh, and then you move along. Uh, now, however, I will you say, ripped. yeah, you, you lerp, you and then lerped. you move on. I will, however, say, was this a good movie? No, this was a terrible movie. Sure, sure, okay, sure, sure. I enjoyed it very much from the bad movie standpoint. It was just a okay. fun bad movie. You know what I mean? But like I sent yeah. you my text, this is one of the best bad movies I've seen that. in a you while. Say that to and me it's like by no means, it's, it, it, got five, saw it, grew. it got a five out of ten on, yeah. uh, on IMDb, mind yeah, you. That's bad. So, and that is bad. I had so, to look up Geely to see if Geely was worse. Geely actually had a two out of ten. Wow. Yeah. And Geely, I loved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not a Netflix movie, but. Uh, so, uh, with that in mind, we, I give it a hearty Stone Cold Steve Austin. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Oh, he's going to be furious <laughs> once he catches wind of this. We had very different takeaways from this movie, man. I was looking forward to one where we uh, kind of both. Uh, yeah. Like, I guess I could have fought a little more in this episode about how much but I, I mean, hated it. But I mean, what's there to fight? But there was a lot of fun. <laughs> it, was like, it was a lot of fun. I still hated it, but I get the fun of it. Yeah. I guess I was... can get what you mean, though, that the, uh, the characters were very unlikable, and they were very cliched over the top. I bought into it as kind of like the... I wonder how you would feel or how we would both feel if we watched Detroit Rock City now. Would it be like, oh, dude, like the loser punk rockers that like... I would have to like... Hopelessly hate disco. You know what I mean? Because I love Detroit Rock. Absolute teenage classic. Me too. You know? And I have seen Dazed and Confused recently, which stands the test of time. Still holds up. You know, 30 years later, at this Correct. point, absolutely. So I guess that was this movie. Hopefully you don't get another crazy one, which I guess brings us in the segment. What are we watching next week? We got the Netflix box out. We got to ask Brad, what's in the box? <laughs> what's in the box? But yeah. actually, this, this week... brings us to our what's in the box segment. However, this week we're going to do something a little different. We can tell you what's in the box this week. We this don't week, need to... uh, much like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory... <laughs> Uh, exactly. We are. We've got the golden egg on this show, as of course usually the show ends with us randomly picking out an original Netflix movie mm-hmm. that we have stuffed into an Easter egg in a big box that sits in my closet. However, and I can shake. Actually, yeah, we'll shake that. We'll shake that box. We'll shake that box. We, uh, will, we will shake the box to show you that it normally exists. we would ask you, what's in the box? But this time we're doing the uh, golden ticket. Yes. I've got a golden ticket. As uh, And this one, let's be honest, pretty much demanded by me. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of people have been talking about this movie. Yes. I guess we'll tell you right now. We're doing the golden ticket. We're just going to watch this one. We've both been talking about it. It's a Netflix original. We're it's gonna... getting all the chatter. We're watching Dirt. Dirt. For the next episode. The Netflix original Dirt. Of course, the biopic based on uh, perhaps the most famous like rock tell-all biography ever of course about Motley Crue Motley Crue so yeah it's starring so starring Machine Gun Kelly and I've been told featuring an amazing uh, Ozzy Osbourne scene cameo yeah 
I've heard this too. The snorting the ants. Yes, uh, that's a big spoiler already gone down for us. However, we've, uh, like I said, Netflix movies, and and part of this podcast, part of the charm of it is the random nature of films like XOXO. However, the other charm of it is capitalizing on how everybody's watching Netflix there's and no one's the thing. So when there's right. a Netflix movie that everybody's watching and everybody's talking about, me and Devo are going to give it the golden egg. We're going to watch it and We're check uh, it out. Do a podcast about that. So that will be the next, next episode of Netflix and Chat, presented by the Geeked Up Boys. Presented by the Geeked Up Boys. So I guess with that, this has been the XOXO episode. <laughs> Hugs and kisses and peace, love, unity, and, and yeah. rave. That's right, guys. <laughs> Remember, as we are plur. Like we always <laughs> say at the end of the episodes, plur. <laughs> I'm Devin, that's Liam, and let's dance the hell out of here.
now that you guys already danced your asses off to that episode, what is this? A post credit scene? Who could it be? <laughs> the geeked up boys themselves, Devin and Liam? We've been de-aged by the people at Marvel. And we are two hours younger than we were before the podcast. That's correct. We survived the Thanos snap. Coming in <laughs> here to give you guys a warning that there is going to be an official geeked up summer movie preview special coming oh, very yeah. soon. Oh, yes. It's not just Netflix, baby. It's the MCU <laughs> and everything in between. It's summertime. So go see Avengers Endgame. And then listen to the Geeked Up podcast because we're going to be giving you our Marvel Cinematic Universe final breakdown as well as the summer movie preview going down. What else is coming out this summer? You'll find out in this special episode. Woo, baby. <laughs>